this is treason. Where's my officer? I can't breathe. I can't even. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol, and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with your I step hands. out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying?
I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. We've been insulted, boys, and we must not hesitate. They're different and they're dangerous, deserving of our hate. So follow me and I'll whip all your fears into a fire. I've got all the answers, I'm the whore that you desire. Those neighbors who talk funny, well I'll make them move away. And the ones who disagree, We'll put them in their place Those malcontents, muckrakers Protesters in the street Won't make you feel uncomfortable I'll lay them at your feet I'll make us strong again You'll sleep safely in your beds I'll rain down hell upon those dirty mongrels' heads your pantries will be full and your faith will be inspired And the blood of all your children is all that I require I'll seduce your anger and I'll massage your pride you feel so good at first when I take you for a ride But I told you who I am and when it's too late to resist Remember you're the one who chose this scorpion to kiss I'll make us strong again and you'll sleep safely in your bed I'll rain down hell upon those dirty mongrels' heads Your pantries will be full and your faith will be inspired And the blood of all your children is all that I require So you'll always need me New fears and distractions To tantalize and tease Your pantries will be emptied For the glory I desire You see the blood of all your children Is all that I require Your skin and bones, grandchildren, 
They won't ask me the tale I'll be buried neath the rubble After my last scheme has failed No, you're the ones they'll blame For their orphaned world that bleeds For all those days you slept Instead of learning From history Everyone's just gonna have to watch for themselves. But it's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better, obviously deplorable better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Okay, the camera's fucked up again. Yeah, yeah there you I, go. I had to fix it. I had to obviously I had to turn some stuff back on. Been a while since we've done this. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, it was very fun. As you got your uh, national, uh, I guess your debut. national attention. Yeah, like my my five seconds of fame. Except I'm not famous, and still no one knows who I am. What the fuck are you doing? I'm fixing stuff. Good, Would well, you stop? It Jesus, I'm putting stuff back together to make sure it's right. Good God. Shut, anyway, shut your mouth. Uh, no one knows who I am because no one's reached out to me. The FBI has never spoken to me. Um, and that was, that no was one, actually, that no was the talk to me. That was the real comical part of it too, because we saw that we asked, like they said, that they said during that interview the other night, they were like, oh yeah, well, every, everybody who's been, everybody in here has been either contacted and brought, brought in and talked to you and they've been investigated already. No, uh, no. No, nope, that's not nope. the case. Hi, um, I'm right here. It wouldn't be too hard to find me. All you have to do is look, quick. Here's the fine. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. I really am. I'm I, I might call the Alex Jones show tomorrow and be like, hey, I, I was that woman at the start of the video. Um, and I was taken entirely out of context. Okay. So I've been... I've been thinking about it all day today, what the rest of that interview entailed, right? Because um, I, I sure as shit didn't say that as they implied it. I mean, because they're implying there that I had foreknowledge of the, of the violence, and that's just ridiculous. Um, and I actually went back and listened to the podcast that we did right before January 6th. Yeah, I, okay. I was trying to remember. Who was Which that is, that you were talking to? Because I remember you made what if? You made a big deal of it, and I, I started giggling. We should ask them because they're on a bunch of different stuff. We should ask them for yeah the whole interview because I'd like to get the whole interview because, and actually right. play the whole interview. So if 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 I remember correctly, which my memory is pretty good, so and I did three or four interviews that day, okay, um, but my memory is pretty good. So if I remember correctly, he asked me why I was there. And I gave the answer that I had been giving that I talked about that uh, Donald Trump had been our voice for five years since he rode down the escalator, that he said everything that we were too scared to say. And he never asked anything of us except for our vote until he asked us to come to D.C. on January 6th. So I took that as now it's time for us to be his voice. And in the way of today's culture, mind you, this is what I said a year and a half ago, uh, and it's only gotten worse since then, but I said, 
in in today's culture, you get canceled, shut down for anything. So uh, we have a small podcast, uh, the Patriot Party podcast. You can find it on Apple, but no longer Spotify because we got canceled. So if I want to keep my channel and I want to keep my show, then I'm not allowed to tell you what's going to happen. We're all just going to have to watch for ourselves and find out. Well, I, I, and that was the context of the interview. I, I thought it was interesting because this isn't how they opened it for a TV show, folks. This isn't how they opened it for a random fucking. Because in the background there, if you can't see, that'd be me and deplorable Janet. Yeah. Fucking standing right there watching. Yeah. Just sitting there freezing our balls off, going, "Damn, it's fucking cold out here." Yeah, it's cold. And uh, you know. We, we sat out there all day long and froze our balls off. It was pretty cold. Uh, but yeah, it, it just out of it all of that fucking out of, freezing, this wasn't for an episode on a TV show. Now this, this happens to be the Congress. This is what they opened with. This was the beginning of their fucking video. And it was apparently for, it was from a, a, a filmmaker, a documentarian who was, as they put it in the news articles, embedded with the proud boys with the proud boys so the way that they put that made it seem like and of course as i personally know their implications mean absolutely nothing but it made it seem like they they set him they set it up they paid him to to go in there that you know he portrayed himself as uh something other than what he was well we're, we're gonna get into that because i got a yeah. whole bunch of shit on that and there's a bunch of shit that although it's not new um it is new in a way because instead of seeing it the normal way instead of seeing it the way we used to look at it now now you get to hear it from their point of view and it was really funny last night because they outed themselves. I couldn't even watch it. Mind you, one of my friends saw a preview of it and saw me on TV at like seven o'clock in the morning and sent me, a, he took a screenshot and sent me a picture. And he was like, hey, you're on the news. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, and I saw that the headline, like I was going to be at, you know, it was the January 6th committee hearings. And I was like, oh, fantastic. Great. Um, so I knew that I was going to be on there and I still couldn't watch it. I watched like a, a minute of it and I was like, Fuck if one of your listeners, bullshit. if one of your listeners was there, does that mean they're on their dick punch? Op Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Most yep. definitely. Yep. But no, yes. no, no, no. So they, they outed themselves, which I thought was really fucking funny. Um, uh, who fuckers? We're all fuckers, Dom. If you're here listening to this, we're all fuckers. Mm hmm. Um, have been Joe Biden called us fuckers a long time ago. So Mick long has, Mick introduces it as, as, Welcome Hello, back, fuckers. Welcome back, fuckers, um, for a long time. You know, so, like deplorable Janet is deplorable because, you know, Hillary called us all deplorable. It's that, that kind of thing. We like to take their, their, their bullshit, their labels for us and make them our, our own. Yeah, fuck them. Watch this. Hold my beer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, they, they like did this. There's a bunch of different shit that came out, um, about the insurrection as they, the, the great erection, as they like to call it. I'm surprised you didn't name this episode, the great erection, but instead it's the infamous, well, I would have na named it the infamous erection. It was infamous insurrectiony stuff. Okay. Because we were listening to, when we were on vacation, we were on, um, we were listening to Newsmax cause we only got like, 
they only had Roku. So uh, we got like OAN and Newsmax, which we don't get OAN at home because we have, you know, Comicast. So that just doesn't come in. Um, Comicast. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to call it that from uh, now on. You're not Comcast anymore. You're Comicast. Comicast. Um, but uh, it, we we had OAN and Newsmax and the dude on Newsmax, he was like, that's very insurrection-y. And I was like, is that even a word? I, I like it. We're going to add that to the dictionary. So it's very insurrectiony. Insurrectiony is added to the dictionary. I still think it'd be better if it was an infamous erection. It, I mean, perhaps, but because infamous means they don't know who you are, and they nobody don't knows know who I am. Nobody knows who who you are, so they it, don't know who I am. Infamous. I, I, my face was in. A, I don't even know how many all television though, screens. It was in my though, parents' living room last night. Last night we get a phone call from mom. Uh, hey, yeah. by the way, uh, no, no, no. Father did not I, appreciate I, seeing I, you I texted, on national news. I texted my mother because I was like, uh, I take it dad's not watching the news since I haven't gotten a phone call from him. And she texted me back a few minutes later and she said, he just showed me he's not thrilled. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. Shit happens. And uh, she called me and, you know, I talked to her for a minute. And I mean, I was like, I mean, you realize this was a, a year and a half ago. <laughs> My children were staying with you at the time. Like she you like, asked us all the retarded questions. Why are uh, you going yeah. to the Capitol? She was like, you, you didn't go it. in the building. Do you? Did you? No. For the last time, we didn't even go close. We got there. We saw the cops throw in freaking. um we no, we right off the bat, we saw the cops throwing flashbangs in the crowd and we fucking noped out of that. You had to hold me back because I was like, fuck them, like let's go. But no, you you were um the voice of reason. Yeah, we got close. We weren't and we didn't even we didn't even really get close to the steps. Honestly. We were still a good quarter mile even from the steps. Okay, maybe I might bite that. So yeah. Um it was it was ridiculous. But uh Anyway, but th then this morning, my dad, like in the back, I was talking to him, talking to my mom and in the background, he was like, hey, you looked good on national TV. And I was like, thanks, dad. So um, now he's taking it. He, he understands. He was like, man, they really can uh, edit things to make it uh, seem the way they want it, huh? And I was oh. like, oh, oh you think? wow, somebody else woke up. Okay, finally. dad, is it's that that's what it took to red pill my dad is them. <laughs> Taking me out of context and putting me on national television. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I thought it was hysterical, so, but yeah, there's hey. a lot of shit that they released last night. Um, obviously, uh, they tried to make it all about racism. They tried to make it about, everything about Trump was said in the first 40 minute, you know, scoot along there or 54 minute scoot along that they did before they finally took a break. They fucking said Trump over 117 times. Just, Absolutely. you gotta remember, they're not taking any questions, they're not fielding any questions, they're not even asking anybody any questions in front of a camera. They are merely presenting their findings of what they found. And they, what they found is nothing that we haven't created, already heard it. Literally, literally what they created. They didn't show you the, I mean, they didn't show you the film of Roseanne Boyland, who was crushed because the cops literally pushed the crowd back on her. And then one of the cops was beating her over the head with a stick while she was unconscious on the ground as the protesters were trying to get her out. Actually, no, I started watching uh, you the, know, the January 6th truth documentary today. You um, want to know what I did see? What? 
I saw a bunch of pussy boy fucking Capitol Police getting their asses whooped by just some unknown named hack with people no that were with no weapons no, coming unarmed. up and just beating the fucking shit out of them. Yep. So no, I saw a bunch of pussy boys getting their asses handed to them. That's what I saw. I saw that and I thought it was fucking hysterical. But outside of that, well, there Liz, was you want to see they dropped, something fucking hysterical? They dropped some information along the way. Parts of the information they brought along the way at the first break, they brought up what they had already known about the quote unquote fucking insurrection. And they said they started, they had a map. And on the map, they had these blue dots and all the blue dots were the proud boys as they were, Ooh, they were all worked up. They had some dude with his coat off and he just had a shirt and tie on. It was unbuttoned at the sleeves. Like he'd been working real hard. He's like sweating on the air. He's like, watch this. I'm coming in for the kill. And then he gets in there and he says, look, we knew that there were proud boys there even before Trump got on the stage. Whoa. Hold on a second. Say that again. We knew that there were Proud Boys inside the Capitol before Trump even got on stage. Okay. So what you're telling me is the Proud Boys have always been the plant? Oh, yeah, the Proud Boys have been the plant. They were in there before they Trump even took the stage. I mean, they were. he was in there. He was in there running around. He was opening doors and banging windows. How do you get in? Mm. Oh, oh. oh. Oh, okay, you keep running your neck. Swear to God, go watch it. Swear to fucking God, they said that. And I'm sitting there going, holy shit, look at this. There's evidence. They're actually saying it on live fucking TV, generated for the millions and billions of people across this country. So, and nobody else caught on to the fact that he said we knew that they were in there before even Trump took the stage. If you knew that fucking they were in there even before Trump took the stage, that means Trump had nothing to do with this bitch. This bitch had been pre-planned by you all prior to this ever taking off. That is what I just learned. That's the only new information that anybody has ever confessed to. And the liberals confessed to it last night. Most certainly did. Yeah. Out of shadow of a doubt. Yep. I mean, a matter of fact, I even think that no, because, play, play that first. No, 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 because I on. believe this one. No, that's inflation that you're in a totally. I know, but that you had one that looked like. Please tell me you didn't close out that first one. You... Yeah, of course. Okay. Why would I? Because you normally do. Of course I did. Why wouldn't I? Which one are you looking for? There was just stop. I will find it. You had it up here before. I, I saw it. Well, I'll find it. I'll get one. Play them in order and we'll come across it eventually. Shut your horse mouth. <laughs> Shut it. Nobody asked. All right, you. hold on. Before we play though, so Glock Holiday said, uh, so two things. He said, from the pics I saw, the numbers looked outrageous. It was, if it was a real insurrection, people would still be there. And that's true. From our friends in the Secret Service, mixed friends in the Secret Service, who were up on the buildings, whose whole oh, job shit. it was, uh, there were six and a half million people there. Okay. Mm, yeah, 6.7. 6. 6. So, yeah, 6.7 is what yes. they're So, um, and then he wants to know, were there real White House on the ground operating that day doing shit? So... There were some people doing things. Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it. I, I, 
that that's a rough one because we can't we can't really we can talk about it we just there's not a whole lot we're allowed to say if that makes any sense to you exactly um uh, we Which have may have been the other thing i was referencing in that video but i don't think so i i'm we we knew we knew quite a bit going into that. We just weren't sure what we were. I'm ninety nine percent sure that I was talking about being canceled, but because I don't think I was talking about the white hat shit going down. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I it was a year and a half ago, to be honest, and I did like four different interviews. So I would love to see the entire you know couple minutes that I talked to him. That'd be great. But uh, I bet you would. Yeah. Where the frick is this? I have the photos somewhere in here. I just don't know. Where it is. <clears throat> I don't know either, but while you're looking for it, play this. Because you can do two things at once. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, no, first of all, we went round to the back and down the steps and we took some photographs on the east side of the Capitol. Uh, and then we went for lunch. We went for tacos. Tacos? Tacos. You, you don't say. Went you, for went, tacos. you went for tacos. They went for tacos. Is he Australian? Would you say he's Australian? I don't, I don't know. But don't know. we did pretty much the same thing. That's what we did. We went over to the food trucks and we got food because we were hungry. We actually did. Fucking cold. We were starving. We and were fucking hungry. Then we helped up. clean up all the garbage because they had picked up, they had taken away all of the garbage cans because they were afraid that we were going to get violent. So if they were so afraid that we were going to get violent that they removed all of the garbage cans so we couldn't use them as weapons, why weren't there any more cops there? Why did they deny the extra police protection or the National Guard? Well, that's up to Nancy uh, Pelosi. Yes. Pelosi. Mayor Bowser, too. Yep. And she was the one that took away the garbage cans. Yep. Just didn't make any sense. Of so, course it didn't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they went They went for tacos. Yeah. They just, they were like, mm -hmm. hey, it, it's all good. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to go did for you, tacos. Did you Don't start going, it. you know, no, we, no, we, went, we just we went, went for tacos. tacos. Yep. That's it. That's why they want to name you all domestic terrorists. Yep. Like replacement theory has become political ideology. Frank, if Mr. Whitfield's mother was killed by foreign terrorists, the Democrats and the Republicans on the committee would be promising him the moon. Um, what is, I mean, is it as obvious as it seems that domestic violent extremists are an important part of the voting coalition on the right? I mean, what, what is the structural impediment to pardoning the homeland against domestic violent extremism. Yeah. What is it? Because we're that see, this is so this is just yet another way that they are going to paint us as domestic violent extremists, right? But when when you don't see that, play the the big one on the left. Yeah, that one. Well, you were talking, talk. Okay. Run your suck, please. <sighs> Just play yeah, it. I also called her a sea cow this weekend. Yes, he did. And I completely got away with that. He, one. he, oh, he came so close to not getting away with that one. Yes. Yeah. Any extremism is on the right. I had someone tell me on Twitter that like, um, they they didn't need to hear my excuse. My presence there was was enough. You've never been to a protest. You're a liberal, and you're going to tell me that you've never been to a protest. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. There are trying to burn you down our capital and i did not come here for that shit it ain't patriots up there anymore if you go look 
They look like Antifa. They don't look like me. They don't look like you guys. It is, it is time. They are going to be hunting the families down trying to go home now. They got us here after dark. See a lot of women. I see a lot of kids. Get your families home. Get out of here. There are that guy is damn near almost a fortune teller. Yeah. But he's not really. I mean, but he just told us the same at, shit. That at that point, though, we all we we felt it coming. We saw it coming. That was way past the point that we even yeah, left. Fuck yeah. Because we got the alert on our phone at like 2.30 that there was a curfew at 3 o'clock. And we were like, uh, nope, we're out. Well, I was just waiting for what was going to happen on the backside. I, yeah. knew, I knew that it wasn't going to be pretty. I knew the whole time that it wasn't going to be pretty. The one thing I was waiting on was the DC cops to come in because the DC cops don't put up with shit. Once they fucking show up, that's it, baby. Yeah. They start cracking skulls. And the way that that's how I lost all my accounts. Um, I had no cell service. And then one spot I did, they somehow they grabbed sucked it. up all my shit off my phone. Next thing you know, I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I didn't have anything. No way. I was just letting people know that we were okay. And I'm not one. I took some pictures and video on my phone in the ellipse, but I'm not one to immediately post on social media. Um, so I didn't even try to access my, my social media from the ellipse. And then, um, we were, we were halfway to the Capitol and my friend called me and she was like, are you okay? She was like freaking out. And I was like, yeah, we're fine. Like, it's been amazing. What's going on? She was like, oh, there's all kinds of craziness going on. And I'm watching it on the news. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we literally just left millions of people praying together and singing together. And I mean, yeah, people were, you know, people were excited because we felt like there was no way they could ignore us. There were so many of us. There was no way. Like, that's, finally, that's our a, voices were going to be heard. That is another reason why they did not talk specifically about the amount of people that were there January 6th. Yeah. And a lot of people have this. And I'm, God damn it, I'm just going to send it to myself again, I guess, because I got to fucking, I got to get, because this is the only thing that does any of it justice. They this said, the you know, there was a, a couple thousand people, maybe 10,000. No, they said a hundred thousand. Okay. I'm sorry. That is bullshit. And the pictures that they showed last night too, like that was just one small portion and there was easily, and I, I did the math for someone on Twitter when I said there were six and a half million people and they're like, oh, math isn't your strong suit, is it? And I was like, oh no, you, you do the math. It's a hundred thousand people um per mile no it's a million people per no mile. no 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 it was a million would you please stop you well, are I, fucking it up like I a looked fucking football ball. i looked it now, up the way the secret service estimates people they estimate them per mile so for instance in one mile um that's a million people is what they estimate i'm okay? sorry it's a hundred thousand people per block now understand this they had um I don't remember all the, they had two streets open, New York and constitution were both mm -hmm. open going straight to the Capitol. They were both over three miles long, three and a half miles yeah. long to be exact, three and a half miles long going to the Capitol. That's a million per mile. And there, there were, they said that that was a low estimate because they said there was still enough for another mile behind them. So that's four and five. So you're looking at almost 5 million people that, or it was 6 million people that showed up. So it could have been as well as 8 million people that were actually there that day. So it's like, are you fucking, 
there's a lot of shit that has come out and they will not tell you the exact number. They know the exact number. Yeah. The fucking secret service knows the exact number for them not to be able to tell you what the exact number is. That's some fucked up bullshit right uh, there. And at the same time, I was listening again to our podcast from just before, and they had a website where if you were going, you should go and register. So that they would have an idea of the number of people that were going. And I mean, every hotel in the city was completely sold out. Um, Band Mom Texas had it right, though. The, the, there are businesses that canceled reservations and they boarded up. Uh, there were no bathrooms. There was no cell service. And if they were so scared, why weren't there more cops? Amongst other things. Because they, they just, they were setting it up. They were setting it up for exactly what happened. And I expected something entirely different. Uh, we had actually heard that... Mike Pence was supposed to roll a Dominion machine out onto the floor of Congress, run the votes through it, and uh, Trump was going to come out the winner to show how the Dominion machines were so fucked up. Obviously, he didn't do that. They didn't get the opportunity to do anything like that because they stormed the Congress, specifically Antifa stormed the Congress um, well before that could happen, before Trump even started talking. Never mind finished. And it's a 45 minute walk from the ellipse to the Capitol building. So, I mean, the whole thing was just complete bullshit. To be honest, it's just ridiculous. But I started watching this documentary today and um, it's about 45 minutes long. We might mirror it at some point. Uh, it's called The Truth About January 6th Documentary. It's at uh, j6truth.org. It's also on Rumble. Uh, came out four days ago, and it's I'm about halfway through it right now because I had to get ready for the show. But it's uh, pretty accurate as to what's what's really what what happened, as well. Of course, capital punishment. Although that goes more into what happened to the people afterwards, uh, as much as what happened that day. So, yeah, you're right, Lindsay. Instead, Pence took that that coin that he was handed. So, yeah, amongst other things. Yes, exactly. It, 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 there's just so much of it that's just weird. I, I I don't even know what to say anymore because it's like, what the fuck was he thinking? I mean, I, I, I get it. Whatever, I guess, right? Does it really matter? No, I didn't think so. Let me get to this picture real quick, folks. I don't want fucking slides. This thing sometimes is just so damn stupid. Well, when you hit the wrong button, that's what happens. That's what I want right here. Boop. Okay, there you go. What the frick? All right. I'm going to blow this up for you. Okay. All right. So give you an idea. So this is, this was in the ellipse. This was where she was getting her fucking uh, little photo done. Right here is, uh, I want to say, uh, is that Treasury right there? Department of Treasury? I that was the, um, the. No, is this where we saw the snipers at? The African History Museum. I don't remember. Anyway. Just to give you an idea, the Washington Monuments behind us, we're looking more towards the southwestern corner or southeastern corner of the ellipse. Uh, right over here is Constitution and fucking uh, Pennsylvania. So that's going that way back towards the Capitol. And there are so many people that we use this flag, this fuck Biden over the uh, Gadsden flag as a reference point. So, so that we, we, could, we knew where we were getting we back could to find it. each other. Yeah. Right. So because they were in our general vicinity and you could see that from almost everywhere, almost everywhere. So this is the photos that I got from this, my buddies that are Secret Service agents. All right. So this is New York down here. This is Constitution right here. 
and they're all going even in between it is socked pack with people all right there are people all over this mug let me see if i can do a little magic here Let's see if i can boop, boop. come on boop, boop. there we go there you go gives you an idea all right you can see how many people are there it's no joke this shit's no joke there was a lot of motherfuckers there yep of course, it did that to me because it doesn't love me. There's more. That's just to show you how packed the streets were. I mean, literally, you couldn't even get a vehicle down the streets. We were like, it was like nut to butt running through this one. This is where we were. This was taken from on top of the White House going back towards uh, the Washington Monument. Understand from down here, I don't know if you can see my. Uh, That's like one eighth of the crowd. Hold on a second. Let me do this. All right, so down here, because right here is the Teletron. This is the big screen that everybody was watching out here, okay? From right here to the bottom of the monument, just to give you an idea, is just over 1.6 miles, okay? So if you look at that, you're looking at about 1.6 miles, probably by, I would probably have to say it's about five miles across here. A lot that's of a, that's a lot of fucking people. Here's a better shot of it. Yeah. Same thing. And I mean, the crowd went all the way back behind the Washington Monument. And this is us as we're walking towards the Capitol. Yep. Right there's the Capitol right there. We're on our way down. This is on Constitution. This is when we started to notice shit got weird. People got weird. Things got weird. Some fucking people. The energy changed. Every, everything got weird about it. And we're back to the beginning. So that was just a bunch of photos that I had, but those are the ones that really do the most uh, justice to what was going on that day. There's a lot of people that love to tell you everything else. Oh, well, I knew. No, you don't. You have not a fucking clue what was going on. Fuck out of here. No. So it was just weird that they had all of that going on all at the same time. And last night, I just happened to catch all of that. I'm just sitting there going, wait a minute. Hold, hold the phone. No, no, no. You're wrong. You're fucking wrong. But moving right along. Let's jump back into this one. Right. Yeah, and Leo say, Slayer, you're right. Almost everyone there had their tracking devices in their pockets because we all got that notification on our cell phone go home. Uh, to go home. So they knew exactly how many people were there because they they can track how many notifications went out. Yep. And, oh, and remember how many people got booted off of Facebook yep. and fucking Twitter and Instagram and all that other shit within yep. days of that. Absolutely. Uh, but Judicial Watch, and I love Tom Fitton. He's always good for it. So a Judicial Watch federal lawsuit uncovered new records from the DOJ related to the shooting of unarmed protester Ashley Babbitt. The records recommended that the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia decline for criminal prosecution the fatal shooting of Ashley Babbitt. The memo also notes U.S. Capitol Police Lieutenant Michael Byrd, quote, did not create a police report or documents related to the shooting of Babbitt. In addition, his evidence bag from that day is missing and has not been located by law enforcement. Babbitt was shot and killed as she climbed through a broken interior window in the United States Capitol. These records show that Lieutenant Byrd was given special treatment by the Biden DOJ. I suspect that this unjustified shooting isn't much isn't of much interest to the Pelosi Rump January 6th committee. That's Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. And uh, so what if I were to add another little special little bump in there? And I would also recommend we um for those of you who have to go back on Podbean to find it because it was before we went even 
sort of mainstream. Um, we haven't gone mainstream. No, well, sort of like before we hit more than one platform, you know, before we went live shows. I mean, this is like way back. This is, I think the, it would have been our fifth episode. Um, we met this guy. I met this guy on the ellipse because I talked to a million people like um, that's just me. And um, he called me that night and he was so broken up because he was in the hallway when Ashley Babbitt was shot and he saw the whole thing go down. And um, we were the first per people that he talked to about it, really. And we he let us record the whole thing. Um, and yeah, so, and we dropped it as a podcast. So it's episode number, be number five. Um, so I definitely recommend you guys want to know from someone who was in the hallway when Ashley Babbitt was shot, there, there you go. Um, yeah, but anyway, go ahead. So what if you were to add something else? So yeah. What if you were to find out that bird wasn't even supposed to be working that day? Really? Yeah. Wasn't even supposed to be there. That doesn't surprise me. Yep. I heard that they don't want that to come out. Yep. So I'll go ahead and fucking drop it on them. Yeah. There you go, bitches. Okay. So, um, oh, this is the man who's really in yeah, charge. Yeah. President Obama. Um, we have to take steps to de detoxify our discourse particularly the scourge of disinformation and conspiracy theories and hate uh, online that uh, has polluted our political discourse. It's polluted our political discourse. Yeah, we have to get rid of our... our so our, if you, the you hate, think the, differently... The if you disinformation... Think, if you think differently, mm -hmm. then you are a bad guy. Absolutely. You are... Guilty of wrong speech, wrong think, wrong mm. think, wrong yeah, think. Yeah, he needs to get detoxified. Yes. But, you know, it's interesting what the Chinese had to say about it. Where is that one? There it is. Yeah. Would you just show, just sit over there and call her? Okay. Like you're told to? No. Jesus. Hey, it's my 15 minutes of fame today, okay? Fuck off. Yeah, it doesn't mean you get to go around okay. bossing everybody else around. Infamy. Yeah, infamy. Yeah, that's probably actually more accurate. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the FBI. It makes sense that the disinformation governance board faces skepticism since the U.S. government itself is the top spreader of disinformation. German writer Michael Luders pointed out in his book The Hypocritical Superpower that the U.S. government is apt at selecting and distorting facts, deliberately limiting the source of information, and polarizing public opinions so as to confound right with wrong and mislead the people in their judgment. Uh, mislead the people in their judgment. So yeah, so the Chinese said, well, I'm not surprised that disinformation board failed because the, the, the United States government is the biggest spreader of disinformation, disinformation around. Ever. We are. And no we, shit. We completely are. Yeah. And it's so true. So Biden went on Jimmy Kimmel. And, and of course, you know, he can't just do what Biden does. He can't go in there and just do a Biden thing. No, um, no he's got to go in there and try and be funny. But the problem with him being funny is he ends up telling the fucking truth. Sometimes. And we just, sometimes you got to let him do it. Yeah. Sometimes. Just once in a while. Roll that back to the beginning because it's not quite. Rumble's a pain in the ass. Ass. Look, look the Republicans don't get off and get ass. Look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. not a joke. 
And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> there's that little box directly to jail. Go directly to jail. And what happened exactly 24 hours later, babe? Um, the front-running Republican candidate for governor in Michigan got thrown in jail for misdemeanor trespassing on January 6th. Misdemeanor, misdemeanor, hold on. He didn't even go in the building. Misdemeanor trespassing. He was outside. Misdemeanor trespassing. He was outside. So, so tell me something. Yeah. Just, uh, I want you all to humor me real quick. I want you to think about something. When they find out you're running for vice president, they're going to throw your ass in jail for misdemeanor trespassing on January 6th, by the way. They're not going to do that. They're going to shoot me. They're not going to do that. They, they know better. Shoot you. They're going to drop a bomb from the sky because they're not. They're, they're even scared to come. So you might be the shot heard around the world. I might be. Mm. Uh, well, worth it, though. Either way, think about this. You never shoot a large caliber man with a small caliber weapon. Because then you set off the wrath of his wife. That's why you always go ahead. I'm his secret weapon. So. Riddle me this, Batman, because this is the part that blows my mind. When do we start declaring this a tyranny? What's it like to let's define what a tyranny is as I a group? Know, but when tyranny becomes rebellion, okay, there we go. Like I said, what let's define what a tyranny is. Are your words being controlled? Yes. Are they trying to control your thoughts? I, I would I would have to say so. Are they trying to control what you do or say, what you can buy, where you can buy it at, and who you buy it from? Yes. Um, are they trying to control all facets of your life to, to include your monetary income and where that source of monetary income comes from and how that monetary income is saved? Yes. So, again, I ask the question, when do we go ahead and call this what it really is. This is a fucking tyranny. We are living in a tyranny currently right now. So if we were truly living by this fucking t-shirt, if we were truly living by what our founding fathers told us, we would not be fucking sitting here. We would not be waiting. We would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey there, dog. <laughs> Time out. Hold your fucking nah bear. Nah, that's not how we roll here. We fucking drop this shit the way we're supposed to. I was dead center uh, in the street outside the ellipse. I had guessed there were at least 2 million. I didn't go to the Capitol though. Had to secure our hotel room or lose it. Yes, there were tons of disinfo and hate coming from. Yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. All of this shit, everybody that was there knows for a fact. You know when all the shit got entered into January 6th. We all saw it. Fucking, hey, where is Janet? I know you're in here. She might not be. No, she was in here. I saw her stick her head in. She said, well, hello, like she always does. Okay. Janet, I know you know. Um, but if you were there that day, if you were on the ground, January 6th, if you were walking around, you saw what happened, you know, when the shit got injected, me and Janet saw a guy 
wire rim glasses. He completely stuck out. He was wearing an overcoat coat. He had on suits. He had on a suit. He had on those uh, really nice, like loafers with the little wingtips on them. The wingtip loafers. Um, that motherfucker was out there. He did not look like anybody else. Everybody else was bundled up, layered up. We had fucking hats, gloves. We were it trying to stay so as cold. warm as possible because the wind was whipping that day and it was cutting right through our clothing. And that motherfucker was out there. And we, Janet and I watched him drop a roll of cash on the ground that he had given to one of the dudes in the fucking body armor in the helmet. In black, yeah. And I'm sitting here going, what did we just witness? And both me and Janet looked at each other. I wish I was faster on our phone so we could pull that. If my son was here, he would have had that shit in a heartbeat. Tell you what. I tell you twat. But I, I just, holy fuck. This Biden is like up, so You missed obvious. my five minutes of fame. Okay, it's over now. But either way. But I might call into the Alex Jones show tomorrow just for fun. For the Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. And the rest of you savage fucking patriots that are sitting out there just waiting. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. So, let's go so back to this. So, this is, um, this is, uh, Ryan Kelly's wife, he was the, the, he is the gubernatorial candidate that got arrested and she went on the war room. The people who were violent on January 6th were the police who were there, DC Metro and Capitol Police were throwing uh, flashbangs and tear and <gasps> dousing protesters with tear gas and uh, using rubber bullets against them outside the building. Those were the violent people on January 6th. The Proud Boys, Joe Biggs and Ethan Nordeen, and the other ones who have been incarcerated under pretrial detention orders, um, they did nothing violent. But it doesn't matter, Steve. You know this. None of this matters. Facts don't matter. They're going to lie tomorrow night that all these police officers were killed on January 6th. We're going to hear about Brian Sicknick again, who died of natural causes. Nothing to do with January 6th. Uh, you're going to have you know more testimony from police officers and clips about how traumatized they were. Uh, you'll have Liz Cheney talk about the Constitution. I guess you have to destroy the Constitution like Jamie Raskin is suggesting to protect the Constitution or, or something like that. It's all performance, but it does serve the purpose, as I said, to build up public justification to eventually bring charges against Donald Trump. And Steve, I see no reason why this DC U.S. Attorney's Office, Matthew Graves, um, a Biden campaign advisor, there's no reason for him not to bring charges against Donald Trump. They have gotten away with everything to this point. So what does he have to lose? What does he have to lose by at this point? Uh, no shit, A. But once again, I ask a very, very simple question. Why? Because I think questions are so important to ask, especially at times like these. We have so many different things going on. I ask the question. Her husband was arrested. Okay. You would think that if somebody's husband, if, if I was arrested by the bureau in the middle of the night and they took me out of the house in handcuffs and leg irons. Okay. I got a feeling you would not be that calm on Steve Bannon's show. The, the next day, the next day. Uh, you, I might be. Does anybody else notice that? That chick is uber calm, uber calm. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask, okay, fuck you. Cause you're weird. Wix, tell me something. Cause you are local to here. 
And I know how you Southern girls, <laughs> you get your blood just a little warm. I'll tell you what, the rest of the show is canceled for everyone else the rest of that night because everybody else is fucked. Because her eyes, she looks like she's been crying for a hot minute, honestly. Wix, no bullshit. Asking you directly here, girl. You tell me the truth. FBI comes in, kicks in your door, arrests your husband that night. Okay? Puts leg irons on him in front of your kids, fucking throws handcuffs on him, drags him out of the house. For quote-unquote misdemeanor charges. Tell me something. How would you be on Bannon's war room, say you got invited? Would you be all sorts of happy or would you be all sorts of pissed? Something tells me there's something else going on there. I'm not sure what it is yet, folks. This could be an this could be another great big fucking Fugazi. Lynn's just nailed it. Livid, shaking, trembling with just utter content and fucking rage. That is, if they had told me, if she gets arrested, well, first of all, she gets arrested in the middle of the night. Everybody's going to hear about it because I'm still going to be holed up waiting for the motherfuckers to try and get up in this bitch because I'm going to be shooting all them some bitches. They know better. They're going to, if they want to get me arrested, they're going to drag me out to some neutral spot and meet me somewhere because there's no way they're coming to my, my territory to get me because they know I will fuck their world up. But even besides that, she just seems really, really calm. So this could be another Fugazi. Could be nothing. I just, I saw the same interview and I was like, man, she seems really calm for somebody who just got fucking her husband just running for their livelihood, essentially. And they had the biggest nomination within the last month. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really surprised though that no one called me today. I'm not. I, you know, they saw me last night. You know, they recognized me. You know how many text messages I've gotten? Yeah. Since last night? No. Quite a few. <laughs> and from from our friends, and what did they say? From what friends? From from any of our friends. From our our from that side of friends? Uh -huh. No. They they haven't said a word. I haven't I haven't heard anything. Okay. But that's what I mean. I have heard it from other friends that were like, hey, that's you and V. You guys are on TV. Why are you on TV? Mm -hmm. who's that other short lady standing next to you mm -hmm. i was like oh that's deplorable janet did your dad see that yeah yeah <laughs> what did he say uncle jack saw that fuck what uncle jack say <laughs> <laughs> uncle jack was not a happy camper <laughs> with yours truly oh well <laughs> Mick, you'd be chest feeding savage ducklings if Elin gets exactly. Okay, I gotta let her do the fucking. No, 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 no. We're not gonna have chesticles for the that ducklings. Shit. Okay, we had, we have the most badass fucking duck. I had to take the duck to to a vet today. Okay, did you know there was like duck vets? That's crazy. But anyway, um, so we got home from vacation yesterday afternoon and I first there, went right there. All right. So everybody, I, I know I, I knew I was right because all you ladies have responded the same way. Wix, I just picked on you because I saw you were the last name on the chat list. But it's already <laughs> happened, say, sort of. A, My husband said I'd be a rabbit. I'd mongoose. be a rabid mongoose. You don't back a mongoose in the corner unless you've got a gun. <laughs> True story. So, OK, uh, we got home from vacation and. I went out to check on the ducks and, and Armstrong is like tore up and I'm like, what the fuck? And one little bit of the duckling enclosure was pulled up from the outside in between the chicken enclosure and the duckling enclosure. Um, so, uh, anyway, and 
so the vet thinks that it should have had to it had to have been a raccoon. They probably weren't going after the duckling. They're going after the duck's food that was in there. And since Armstrong sleeps on the ground, whereas Blueberry sleeps in the water and the food was on the ground, Armstrong probably attacked this raccoon Guess what? that came in its enclosure. It's not a raccoon. What is it? It's a it's a fox. How would the fox pull up the chicken wire like that? Uh, they don't have thumbs or hands like that. Fox are like fucking, they can dig route, whatever. They, but, they well, get the, under everything. But the vet said that if it was a fox, he would have killed the duck. Not necessarily. Anyway. Not, so I, I thought possum too. I thought there was a possum too for that one. I, Kung fu grasshopper. I, I thought maybe possum lens. I, I thought maybe possum as well. It's not a possum. I found the shit. It is definitely a fox. It is a fox. It was definitely a fox turd. And I found fur too, which also tells me that it's a fox. It is not a fucking fat raccoon. Raccoons are too lazy for that shit. Well, anyway, something got, something fought Armstrong. Oh, it was an alien. It might've been an alien. Something, something got in the duckling enclosure and Armstrong picked a fight with it. And, um, so he got, I thought he lost an eye, uh, like his whole face got swiped. And uh, there was a puncture wound in his beak and it went through his beak, but it already started to close and his back tail feathers got pulled out. Um, but, a little bit under the wing. Yeah, but they'll grow back. Um, but when I brought him into the vet and she cleaned the eye that was all like crusted over with pus and stuff and I thought it was completely gone. Um, Leo, I thought the was, same thing. I was, was thinking, fine. man, we're going to have a great dinner tomorrow night. Leo, if it wasn't for the fact that we'd already lost two ducks and we're down to two, I could not put down... Armstrong, unless there was no other option because Blueberry would just be absolutely devastated. So instead, Armstrong is on antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, um, and uh, eye drops for the next two weeks. That's it. As soon as he's better, but, I'm going to start teaching him no, fucking no, no. near ambush. But the vet, did, the vet right. did tell me that if if there you know if you were to eat any like eat the duck or eat you basically you can't eat the ducks or eat the duck eggs if it's a girl which we can't tell yet um for the next for like eight weeks after you'll get high yeah because the ducks on painkillers so actually it wasn't that that expensive uh it was I, 130 I, bucks it was 130 bucks it was, to take care of them. and that included the prescriptions yeah yeah, for the exam and the prescriptions, three prescriptions was 130 bucks. That was not bad. I was like, it cost me more in gas. It's like 30 minutes away. Um, so Duck anyway, Wando, I like that. Yeah. Jesus. So Lance, Armstrong, tonight, Armstrong Lance. is going to be good, and we his his other eye, the eye that we thought was gone, seems to be coming back. So um, yeah, that's you that's know, it. Wicked, just because you said that, I was going to go to this clip next, but now I'm not. <sighs> I, Don't I gotta, close it. Yeah, I, I got to okay. go to another one uh, that is way better. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's that one. Yes. Well, I, they, I kinda, go they all one. go in a row, but all right. I don't whatever. care. I'm playing this one first just because oh. Wicked, you said this. So I, I, I bring you this. Yep. This is my this is my rebuttal, my retort, so to speak. Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Uh, the look on her face. Hold on. Let me play that Dude, again. Do you see the look I, on her I face? Think, I don't think anybody really heard that. Hold on. Let me play that again. Make sure you're paying attention, folks. Okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Um, Joy, that's that's rather racist. That, that wins the racist award of the week. Holy Seriously. fucking loser, bitch. Oh, my, once, once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. 
For real? So you mean to tell me that there are no legal black gun, gun owners, owners oh, in no, America? No, no, because Joy thinks that they're still slaves. You, I guarantee you. That ended hundreds of years ago. Yeah, well, that, she's 100, 100. Obviously, she's been around as long as Joe Biden. Holy shit. She's a <sighs> fucking retard. Wow. I, I mean, I... I, 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 don't, I don't know what else to say about that. That's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Oh, oh just wait till black people get guns. Wait, that changes anything? Criminals don't... Why don't... Why, why is this so difficult so, to figure out? Okay. Like, criminals do not give a shit about gun laws. So there's this... Gun this, laws don't matter to criminals. What happened in, at Kavanaugh's house the day before yesterday, right? Um, they caught a guy. He took a cab to his house, like flew from wherever... Um, from California and took a cab to his house and uh, had a gun and a knife and he was going to kill Kavanaugh and then kill himself, Justice Kavanaugh, because of the the whole the Roe v. Wade thing going on, right? The hypocrisy of them. They're like, if you get rid of abortions, you're you're still going to have abortions, just not safe ones. Keep your rosary off my ovaries. I believe we heard if them. If you get rid of guns, you are still going to have gun crime. You're just not going to have anyone there to stop it. Yeah, no matter what. All right. Anyway. So, so uh, in actually uh, a, a few, um, what do you, uh, I forget what you Anyway, uh, we got Candace joining us. So exciting. I'm sorry. Hey, Candace. Hi, y'all. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm riding in the car. Fantastic. Did you see my debut on national television last night? No. What did you do? Uh, in the, the she January, was, uh, the she January, let off the January sixth. Yeah, the video, video, the video they played on January sixth. The, the woman up there, you know, they said that they've contacted everyone in the video. That everyone's been investigated. They've never talked to me. Um, but the the woman in the front saying that uh, I can't tell you. What's, or I'm not allowed to tell you what's going to happen. They took that completely out of context because I was saying, if I say, you know, I, I have to be careful what I say or I'm going to get canceled. If I want to keep my show, the Patriot Party podcast, I'm not allowed to tell you what's going to happen. Took it completely out of context, made it seem like I had foreknowledge of the violence that was going to happen. Such bullshit. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm infamous now. And I say I'm infamous because they don't know who I am. How ridiculous is that? That is so crazy. And they'll probably, they will twist everything. It doesn't matter what you say. They're going to twist it. They're going to pervert it. They're going to take one-liners out. That's what they do to me. They take out one-liners and then they make me look like I'm crazy and post it everywhere. And y'all, I literally have these leftist 1%, I don't know, insanity people that are taking my videos, taking all the lives I do, anything I do, and they're doing the TikTok mess with it, and they're taking it and putting it on their platform. They have half a million followers, a million followers, and they're just having this field day with me. And I'm like, if I've got 3.4% of the vote, why do y'all care so much about me? Like, leave me alone. Why do you care about me? So you're making me famous, and you think it's in a bad way, but in reality, most people watching this stuff think they're crazy. Yep. Yeah, and they know that everything they say is a lie, and the people that they attack are the people that they should really pay attention to. So um, they think that we're comedy, but in reality, they're comedy, and it's the, we are in the most 
insane time I've ever seen. Like this, you couldn't make this up. You couldn't have even told me this a year ago. Definitely not two years ago. This is where we would be. We have derailed so fast. And if people don't get that, this is going to happen quickly. Like communism doesn't take this long time. It took a long time for us to wake up and realize it was already here. Well, now it's here. And it will not take a long time to destroy us. It's a, it is an upside down clown world. And uh, just to show you, this is because you're on, so why not, right? Yeah, real quick. We'll just show you real quick. Here you go. Here's uh, V Lynn's five seconds of fame. It's literally five seconds, roughly. I am not allowed to say what's going to happen today because everyone's just going to have to watch. That's me right there behind her. That's uh, deplorable Janet, another friend of ours, right there behind yeah. her. So we were all sitting there. But it's going to happen. Something's gonna happen. And we were freezing that day. It was cold and balls out there. I can tell you that right now. That was funnier than that. But anyway, so what else is good? I, I know there's a lot going on. I saw a lot of stuff. Uh, as we've seen a lot of stuff coming. Uh, Mike Lindell came out. And he's got a great big announcement he's making tonight. I'm guessing you're gonna take a little bit of his thunder because I think I know what's going on, but I'll pretend I don't just for your glory. I don't really know what Mike's going to talk about. I mean, I did talk to one of his attorneys um, two days ago, three days ago, and we decided that we were going to move forward and do the affidavits for all of our voters because they only gave us 3.4%. So we're going to have to be easily able to show that we have more voters than what they gave, especially in some of these counties where I got two, four, six votes, and we already have more affidavits and we have votes in those counties it's going to be easy to show that obviously we had more support than what they're giving us credit for so you know but i haven't i haven't spoken to mike specifically about what he Candace, I think you're in a bad zone. I think you're in a, oh yeah, we yeah, lost we Candace. We lost Candace. She'll be back. Uh, yes. Either way, uh, what she's talking about are the number of votes because one of the big problems was the number of votes that she had and the number of votes that she got. Um, it's impossible. She had more volunteers that showed up to help work on a day-to-day -day basis, making phone calls, knocking on doors, doing that around the state than she got credit for in the voting booth. Yeah. Like supposedly... She had more than, um, was it? Well, like she was saying, and there was, there were some counties where she only got like two or three votes, but she had like 30 or 40 volunteers in that county. There's no way. There you are. I lost service. Sorry. It happens in Georgia all the time. Um, but anyway, especially in South Georgia. But we're almost home, so we should, maybe we won't lose it again. But um, no, I don't know what Mike's speaking about tonight. I know that you know he, he knows what he his attorney and I spoke about that the Davids and just you know the lawsuits. They I don't know a waste of time and money really. But the affidavits are going to take more time. Yeah, we're losing Candace again. We lost your audio, Candace. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, my phone, my alarm went off and it did that. <laughs> um, 
it's okay if it takes more time for the affidavits. That's okay because it's a legal document that can go all the way up to the Supreme Court if it needs to and show that these people swore they voted for me and there's less votes in the county than what I have affidavits for that shows that we didn't get all of our votes. So it's not going to be hard. I mean, some counties have two votes, four votes, six votes, and we already have more affidavits than what they're saying that we received. So it's going to be a process, but we already have hundreds and hundreds of them coming in. So we're we're doing we're doing great. So we're just going to keep pushing that. Everybody that voted for me needs to do an affidavit. And this is how the people show that there's more of us and there are of them, and we're going to put them on count. And they're going to regret giving me that small amount. I think they wanted to make me look stupid. They want to discourage anyone grassroots from ever running again. If Candace Taylor couldn't do it and how hard she worked and raising half a million dollars and going everywhere, if she couldn't do it, nobody can do it. It's not establishment. It's not worth the time. Don't bother. That's the attitude they want us to have because they want to make sure one of us is never put in a key position. But they're wrong because it's our government and we're going to be in every key position in this state because it belongs to us. It's really going to suck too, because, uh, yeah, I, if God forbid me and Justin do somehow pull this off and we win, that's, a, that'll, that'll be never happened in a million years. That'll they be will, El numero I, deuce I, I already told I them, I said, as soon as he, as soon as they drop the paperwork for running, they'll put him in jail for having been in DC on January 6th. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they showed up at our door any day, you know, talk to talk to me because whatever. Um, what about uh, Latham Sadler? Have you heard from him at all? I haven't talked to Latham since we were campaigning. I, I was with Jody Haas earlier today and I've talked to Jody a couple times, but I haven't spoken to Latham. I've talked to Josh Clark once, haven't spoken to Herschel. So everybody's been kind of quiet, honestly, except me. Oddly. Oddly you know, quiet. it's it's just ridiculous. I have you ever in any election ever heard of anyone getting more than seventy percent of the vote, except for Donald Trump in twenty twenty. No, doesn't happen. Except whenever, especially when you have the most hated governor and the most hated secretary of state in the country by everyone in the country that is conservative, and you know the people defending them are Democrats. You'll see Democrats defending. Brian Kemp and, and, and Brad Raffensperger. That should tell the tale right there. Well, even more than that, I, I don't even know if it's so much that, if it's more about like, hey, look, yeah, that's going on, but we watched it live. We were watching the numbers rolling. And it's so weird that like the school shooting happened that night, which was tragic and horrible, although I, I think it was also planned, but I think it was to cover up what they were doing here in Georgia. And I think that uh, Brad Raffensperger and uh, Brian Kemp got pull one over on the old uh, on the people of georgia because i don't think uh, i think there was a lot more shit going on like what we saw with the first the first go around uh if she's still there hopefully she i'm is. here i'm here i'm sorry i was turning my alarm off so it didn't alarm again um i agree 100 what you saying ryan he's going to say something He's over here listening, getting fired at listening to us. I get, I get angry. I get angry about this because you, you have no, I, I, Candace, I was pissed. When we saw the numbers, when I saw the numbers come in the next day, We're I like, sat that there, is nope, that's such bullshit. BS. There's I know no there's way. no way in hell. Because I know for a fact that every day that I turned around, I was talking to somebody new who's like, I'm definitely voting for her. Yeah. Even yeah. like, 
friends of ours were like, oh, yeah, no, Candace is going to win uh, hands down. No, no one's talking about anyone else. Yeah. I think that we either won it straight out or we're definitely in a runoff with Kim. It, it's one of the two. And I believe that we had more votes than him. I mean, I believe that based on what we have, a database full of 60,000 people, where we got 41,000 votes. It just doesn't make sense. Um, it's not sensible. And we know that the, no, the votes are totally fabricated. I know because I have a national data team with people with PhDs in engineering that are analyzing the data and they know that all of my votes went to Kemp and I got 5% of the total. We know that because you can take his numbers from any point during an election night from the very beginning when they started dropping early votes until when they said they were finished and complete. And you can multiply Brian Kemp's total by 0.05 and it gives you my number every single time. And the reason why I ended up with 3.4 and not 5% is because you had David Perdue with 21% and then the other two with a percent here and there. And so that took it you know, down to 3.4, but it's because they held me to the 5%. And what's crazy is they had me as the control. Why not David Perdue as the control if he was polling higher than me? We all know that's a lie. And in the end, after the debate, and I put it to him and put it to Kemp after the after we did the debate we gained so much support in our campaign it was crazy we couldn't keep up with it all it was just snowballing out of control and so I think people saw oh my gosh you know we do have another option and she is a fighter and she's not one of them she's one of us and so that's what the people want that's why we all supported Donald Trump he was one of us, even though he was a billionaire, he cared about our freedom and he was one of us and he was standing up for us and he was saying all the things we wanted to say and he was doing it with bravery and he wasn't backing down from the media and, you know, scared to respond and giving these pad answers and trying to be politically correct and trying not to back himself into a hole where they're going to use your words against you. Use my words against me. Say whatever you want to say. It doesn't mean it's the truth. I'm going to speak the truth every single time and I'm not going to shy away from it and I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to be bold. And if they twist and pervert what I say, that's on them. That's not on me. we got to get people in there like that and stop this narrative and this pandering. It's so ridiculous. So we actually had a good question here. Uh, the um, Are they going to let you look at any of the ballots, even in conservative precincts? No, we've not. We've, we've done requests on every single county to get um, a paper count and we've had no luck they're definitely not gonna let us see the images they don't, they don't do that but we just want a paper count we just want the, the counties to count the paper and they're refusing to do it they're refusing to count the paper and they did count into cab obviously for the democrat school board member and she ended up not being in the runoff initially when they recounted or they counted the first time the paper she was the highest vote getter and she's the one that run off, not the other person. So, and that was Democrat seat, Democrat judge, Democrat board of elections office. And so they had that victory for the Democrats. But I don't see how they can justify not doing it for the Republican seats as well. What about uh, the, the I, I've heard a lot about this. I've seen a lot posted on social media, especially in your, uh, in a lot of the, the vitriol that literally is coming after you um, for you running uh, in the race. But one of the big things I saw was how many liberals said, oh yeah, I went and voted. I know we have an open primary, uh, bit in the state of Georgia. I get the open primary system. However, uh, my argument now, or I'm what's to stop us now because their person that they're running against, uh, Raffensperger and, uh, 
they're, they're in a primary right now for secretary of state on a the runoff. Democrat or runoff right now on the uh, Democrat side for um, the uh, secretary of state on the Democrat side. And I forget two other positions, too. I'm just saying, hey, Republicans, let's stop it. If the gloves are off and the rules aren't rules anymore, let's go ahead and start voting in their primaries. Let's make their primaries just as unbalanced as ours. Let's go out and do yeah, it. We can, we can do that. And that might would work if that actually mattered. But I just believe that the establishment, they have a selection, not an election. And they're going to have whoever they select. And that's what the data is showing us. There's no way you can convince me that Brad Raffensperger had enough votes to win straight out without a runoff, much less beat Jody Heiss. I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I didn't see it in the meetings. He never attended anything. He says, oh, well, he was going to Chamber of Commerce meetings and he was going to Rotary meetings. Okay, I went to those too. So that, that's not how you win the people over. The people can't stand him, literally. There's just, you can never convince me of that. And you know what? Worthless burger. Yeah. Like show us the paper. It's our, it's our election. It's our ballots, our machines show us the count. We're, we're tired of the, the rhetoric It's bull. I mean, and then you saw them at the very beginning, keep the same percentages. They never changed. More votes came in, same percentages. More votes came in, same percentages. They never went up and down. Well, they did go down. They went down three times, dropped significantly. And you can take my line and put it over Kemp's line and it's the exact same pattern, which is impossible. But it happened. And people are going to make us believe or try to make us believe that it is possible and that it did happen and that you did lose. And no, none of it's that happened. It's 2020 all over again. Really is. It's pretty disgusting. It's okay. You know, if we lost, prove it. Just show us the ballots. Yep. Count the paper. Just show us. You know, I will never believe that we had 1.2 million people vote in a Republican I, primary. Yeah. It's, it's statistically, mathematically impossible. It's never happened. It doesn't follow history. It doesn't follow trends. It doesn't follow anything. In an election where we don't want the incumbents, in an election where... We don't trust the machines because what happened in 2020, an election where a lot of people stayed home because they were angry. And you're telling me we have bigger voter turnout than we ever had? No. Doesn't sound, it doesn't, it just doesn't add up. Nope. And uh, I mean, if this was like all at a, a swipe at both you and uh, Stacey Abrams saying that, hey, look, no, see, our voter laws didn't, didn't do anything. As a matter of fact, our our voting percentage was grander than it was, ever has been. I mean, if this was a swipe at both of you, this just doesn't, I, I, I'm sorry, don't believe it. I, there is not a candidate in history, not even George Washington himself, won the election by seven, more than 70%. There hasn't been a president in governor, anything in election history has ever won by more than 70%. And you, you know what? You know what, me? They did us a favor. They're going to regret it. And I'm, I'm telling you, when we came out to come up with affidavits two days ago, I believe with all of my heart that there was people in a room saying, I told you that was too blatant. I told you to give her more than that. I told you. Because now I can do it. We have tens of thousands of volunteers and we will do it. We will get these votes in and we will prove that these affidavits, that the votes do not match. We will do that. I mean, it's going to happen. It's not anything I'm going to do. It's the people. The people are sick of it. They're sick of the line. They're tired of the gaslighting. Done. 
I, I mean, I, I, I thought like the idea of this and the more and more I look back on it, I guess I'm not as worried well maybe worried is the wrong answer maybe i'm just not as surprised but i i, I was pissed that night i was pissed i was like you have got to be kidding me yeah I, it was i was watching it going no way this is impossible there's i i cannot believe this not for a second not because i i wanted you to win that bad which i did but it was because i've never seen numbers like that and i've been watching this stuff for years i well, I, and me, I thought well it first started and he was at 70 percent. i thought okay Maybe all of my voters listened and they actually voted on election day like I told them to do. So maybe they listened. And so the votes started coming in and I thought 70 percent. OK, well, maybe we're still OK. And then David Purdue, Purdue concedes at 20 percent in. And I'm like, what is the deal? And they're calling the election with 20 percent in. And I'm going, what is going on? There is no way Brian Kemp has 74 percent. There's no way. Not possible. You're not going to have more votes than Herschel Walker. You're not. And the same people that voted for Herschel are not the same people that voted for you, not by majority. And it was it was too obvious. It's too uh, obvious yeah. not to be questioned. I, I'm really looking forward to the, the governor race. Um, I, I'm hoping it gets there, but I'm looking forward to the governor's race because I think this is going to be really interesting because if this is their drive, and I thought about this too, because I asked myself, well, what are the possibilities that they're also trying to make Georgia still a purple state, which is impossible. I've never in my whole entire life, I've been alive for a while now, and I can tell you right now, Georgia's, Georgia's never been a purple state. It's always been red. And if this is their attempt at making Georgia a purple state, I'm going to sit there because you know, whatever happens now, if it's not straight and fair, you're gonna have there's a it would be a lot of pissed off Jordans. And you don't like to piss off people from Georgia. We don't forget it. We keep coming back and kicking you in the shins. We know what the hell you did. We'll come back and get it. I, I just I, I I got a feeling that the, that's where this is going. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they um they estimated how many people would be this upset but i knew because i've been all over the state and y'all know y'all been all over the state and you've heard the people they're angry they yeah. are done they're ready to take the government back period they're not going to be communist they're not going to give into this a narrative they're not going to do it and the people of georgia are going to stand up for their rights they're going to stand up for their freedom and they know that without their right to vote, fair and legal, they have no country. They know that. Well, uh, we're praying for you. Wish you the best of luck. We'll get our, uh, I got to go get the, my buddy down the road's got a notary. So we just got to get him notarized and sent off to you. So you'll have yes. soon enough. Yep. So, so anybody more. listen to your show, y'all go to KennisTyler.com. If you need a notary, y'all get with me, Kervillian, and they can get with us and We'll set up shop in Chatham and, and just do notaries, uh, signatures all day long. Everybody that voted for us, we'll do that one day soon within this week. So we'll just get it done and y'all email them in. They got the directions on my website and let's get let's, let's get all these these affidavits in so we can count them. Absolutely, ma'am. Absolutely. We see you got little ones there, so uh, we'll let you go. But uh, we appreciate you coming on, stopping in. You're definitely going to have to come back on before the end of this. Uh, give us an update. Let us know where you're at. Uh, hopefully better news is abound. Uh, we're interested to see what Mike Lindell has to see, say tonight. I hope yeah. it's not more packet da data capture crap. I hope that he actually comes out and says, look, I've got the smoking gun. It's right here. Well, he's definitely working on it. He's been very good to me and trying to, you know, brainstorm how to fix Georgia. So he's been very involved in that. He really does care. And that's, it's amazing, really. 
You know, he, he doesn't have to. And he's financially in whatever he needs to do. And, and that's amazing. Are y'all going to Rock the Red in Florida tomorrow? We are not going to Rock the Red in Florida tomorrow. We have Courtney Epps coming on the show tomorrow to tell her story for True Spiracy tomorrow night. So um, we that just... Good. We literally we just got back from vacation in, in Florida, Florida yesterday, uh, so yeah, we're 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 not going back down there just yet. So, um, but uh, but you know, other events that come up like that, Candace, let us know, and we'll we'll see what we can do. And, and we'll, well, I'm uh, headed there. I'm headed there tomorrow morning to speak around one thirty with um, John Delamey. I'll be speaking near him, but I'll see Mike tomorrow. So I'll have to. I'll have awesome. to we'll see what he releases tonight, and so then tomorrow we'll try to takes me if there's something else we need to know and i'll ask him he's been i mean he's been great to us too we had to kick the dogs out of the bed because uh seamus the irish wolfhound puppy is now uh in excess of 60 pounds so they and he's 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 only five months old so um and annie's right behind him so we had to kick them out of the bed and they're quite happy sleeping on their my pillow dog beds this is true um and he's got a big sale going on right now uh, it's a uh, hundred dollars off slippers, which the MyPillow slippers are amazing. So use promo code Defiant yep. at mypillow.com slash Defiant, and uh, you can support Mike in his efforts as well. So, yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. Yes. Bye, y'all. See you soon. Enjoy. Bye. All right. All right. We love so us some Candace. There's our update from Georgia. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right there, Trash Man Green. Yep. Uh, a metamorphin. Sorry, metamorphum. Um, Yes, I know. I know. It's never, ever, ever been a purple state. Never heard a fucking purple state. Never heard yeah, of Georgia never. A purple state. No. Even in Atlanta, honestly. It's crazy. So let's see here. All right. Here's Joe. Because Joe Tara had to go said on. her toddler is 36 pounds and our puppy is 60 pounds. <laughs> more than that now. He's a good 65. At least probably, yes. So and, and God people bless it, me. Sparky. So uh, her accent was making a valid point in my kit. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Good job, Sparky. People ask me, what do you want the ducks for? And what do you want the chickens for? Now I bought five more chickens. So five, five more adorable little baby chicks. So I'll have 12 chickens. So in a couple months, we'll be getting a dozen eggs a day. And they're like, what the fuck do you need a dozen eggs a day for? Are you going to sell them? No. Our dogs get going to eat them. our dogs get scrambled eggs for breakfast. Okay. So um, they alone eat eight eggs a day. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, so a hundred dollars off slippers. The slippers are like 30 or 40 bucks. I think they're, um, yeah, I think they're 40 bucks and they're the most, you basically get a couple pairs for free and they're like indoor outdoor slippers. Like they have rubber soles. Just don't get them too close to the fire. Cause they will melt. I found that out at Josh's place out in Denver. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're freaking amazing. So mypillow.com slash defiant. You got to make sure that this becomes a voting issue. It's got to be one of those issues where you decide your position on the issue of senator or the candidate for House or Senate on what we're going to do on us with assault weapons and how have to have, able to have 300 rounds in a magazine. And mag- I mean, what you say on those things is going to determine how I'm going to vote for you. Well, where the hell are you getting 300 round magazines from, Joe? Because I need to get some 300 you, round magazines. Do you not have 300 no. round magazines? What the fuck, babe? You're well, slacking on the ammo. I guess technically I can't say that. The fuck? Yeah, I thought everyone had a 300 round you magazine. You wasting more ammo than you do to fucking, than you do shooting people with it. I mean, come on. I heard you telling the story while I was I'll at the duck bed. I'll overnight you a rooster. 
we may have a rooster actually because in our new chickens and our new chicks one of them is like looks completely different and she talks a lot she might be a rooster it's not that uncommon for them to be missexed because these are so tiny when they come i mean literally they like they're like yeah, little, little midget mcdicks a little itty bitty so we might have a rooster you never know itty bitty mcdicks in which case oh fuck anyway yeah no shit we're gonna be awake all fucking morning long never again. we get up at the crack of dawn anyway just the neighbors will hate us the neighbors already hate us it doesn't matter yeah, I'm about to say they actually the neighbors like us that like they're all like-minded like us so and the ones that aren't died of sands you heard about Sash? Sparky uh, will bring you a kill. Hold on. We'll bring you a kill across the pond, and your valid point will always be there. Huh? Hey, there's he no said, wrong hole in this man's Navy. No, that's not true. <laughs> and then he Sparky said, I'm going to come uh, if the man ma mandates allow me to fly. So big wow. news on that. As of this coming Sunday, the administration announced today that you will no longer have to have a show a COVID test to enter the United States for international travel. Wait a minute. I thought COVID was break monkeypox, COVID no, breaking no, no. out. No, monkeypox and COVID tests are the same thing. You no longer have to present a, a, a PCR test to enter re-enter the United States there you go. internationally. So we can maybe actually go to Mexico next year after all, or Jamaica, wherever we're going on a fucking now. But yeah. Um so <laughs> Wakes Wixen said, my dad had a male turkey at one point. Mom and I had to run to the car so we wouldn't get attacked. <laughs> anyway. Hey, um, Sparky, are you coming yeah. for Border Wallapalooza? Are you going to partake in some American if, tradition? No more, no more PCR tests needed. So just get on that plane and fly on over. You, you, I don't even think you need a jab card now. We'll see. Hey, we also have, um, if you come to... Uh, Border Wall of Palooza, we'll have plenty of room to bunk you up. Oh, I'll bunk you up something fierce. You You keep offering up beds in our RV. At some point, you know, people are going to be sleeping on the dog beds and the dogs are going to be back to sleeping with us. Now the dogs will be pissed. <laughs> You'll be pissed. <laughs> they love their MyPillow dog beds. Imagine the feed lips put on that magazine, it's like puke rounds for five minutes straight. Seriously. Actually, they've got um, all a I, lot of the new I ones actually like have a battery powered, uh, what they call um, feeder, and it sits on the side, and you put a double A battery on it, and it helps um, lift the rounds into the weapon, which I was like sitting there going, you've got to be fucking shitting me. I mean, there's no way, but apparently they do now. All I can think of is a 300 pound magazine must 300 round, 300 round magazine. It probably weighs 300 pounds. Must look like a giant cock. No, it looks actually more like a gigantic sack. It's attached to a cock. Okay. A hundred round magazine comes down into straight and then turns into a bowl. So a 300 oh. round magazine would be a huge bowl because so elephant Titus for of the nuts. Of the exactly. Nuts. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, everybody went and looked that shit up back in the day. You all know what I'm talking about. Okay. You so all went and Google elephant Titus like immediately oh after you God. heard about it. I will, if I can, Mick, I don't want to get pregnant spoon. No, he's had the jab. So no yeah. worries on that. Score. Don't worry about that. You ain't getting pregnant. Yep. Shit. That shit's out of here. <laughs> see what this fucking cuck had to say. Oh. What are we looking at here? Well, today, a guy on Twitter called Spike Cohen summed it up pretty nicely. Here's what he wrote. Quote, the U.S. government has been arming Ukraine because they're allies. The U.S. government has been seeking to disarm Russia because they're opponents. In totally unrelated news, the U.S. government seeks to disarm you. Well, exactly. 
That's the framing. That's the truth. Anyone who tries to disarm you, by definition, considers you an enemy. That's what you do to your enemies. You disarm them. Your friends, your allies, your children, people you love, why would you want to prevent them from defending themselves? You never would. You certainly wouldn't scream at them from the podium about how they're killing children if they want to protect their own families. That's what you do to your enemies. Yeah, that's what you do to your enemies. That's right. You disarm them. Come here. Okay. So here's the 60-pound puppy, 65-pound puppy. Come on. Oh, he won't come up on you. Come here. Well, I'm glad about that. I don't want him to come on me. That's disgusting. How dare <laughs> you talk like that? That's a five-month-old. There's the puppy. You're disgusting. There's the puppy. So, yeah, what what is with that? Why would he say that? Exactly. You want to arm somebody, you, you disarm your enemies, and you arm your friends. Think about this. We let... $40 million or $40 billion go out the door two weeks ago to Ukraine. Just. It's a monthly thing now. Like we send $40 billion a month to Ukraine. Here you go. 40 billion to Ukraine. Okay. It took Donald Trump four years to get $5 million for the wall. Four years, four fucking years. And he had to promise Mexico was going to pay for it. Four years. Ukraine's not going to pay us back. Yeah, exactly. I want to know how we're going to get $40 billion back out of Ukraine. Well, except that $40 billion didn't go to Ukraine in the first place. Maybe $4 million went there and the rest went into Hunter's pocket with 10% for the big guy. What is 10%? I wonder, what's 10% of $40 billion? I, $400 million? $4 billion? It's $4 billion. I don't know. 80 billion to Afghanistan. What else are we going to give away? Hey, tell you what, all that I require is your firstborn child. That's it. That's all that I require. That's what my mom keeps saying for his tuition. That's why he's at her house again this weekend doing yard work instead of doing yard work with you. So wait a minute. Is that <laughs> how we do it now? Is it, is it going to be traded in lives? Yeah. Because this is, again, I asked the question. You're six months Are old. we in a tyranny or are we not? Because something tells me that we are not in a free country anymore. We are in a fucking, this has been tyrannical for some time now. We just have been too asleep to even fucking wake up and realize it. It is scary to think about what they're doing. They have corrupted the constitution. They've destroyed the constitution. The constitution doesn't exist. Well, for Biden, it depends. We just heard, <laughs> we just heard Good one Hawaiian in from, town. it is, if I hadn't destroyed like the, the depends jokes all the time, I mean, <laughs> I've said depends a million times, but for Biden though, it's like, okay, normally when you see somebody kind of make a mistake, they try to correct it. Right. You know, think about your kids for a second, right? If you come in the house, let's just say you come in the house and there is a fucking hue of flour throughout the air. Okay. Like and, weed flower. Yes. And yep. there's flower just like, just floating through the air. Okay. And there's, you start seeing little piles of flower everywhere. Okay. And then you see your son and he's vigorously sweeping this gigantic 10 pound bag of flour that just got dumped from a, the top cabinet and it went fucking everywhere. You got to stop keeping your shit in the top cabinet in every nook, cranny, grain. And he just smiles at you. And he's like, I, I helping. That's exactly what I see Biden doing. 
However, I don't see him making the follow-on mistake. For instance, the mistake was that the child tried to climb up there and get something out of the top cabinet by himself to begin with. The follow-on mistake was that he sat there and he went around and he furiously tried to sweep it up because he was afraid he was going to get yelled at. But I don't even see Biden trying to run around furiously trying to sweep anything up. He's not even hiding the fact that he's trying to destroy the country. No. He's just destroying the country. He's making it worse. He's like, hold on. Yeah. Wait. Oh, you thought that was bad? Stand by. Hold my beer. In with the sodomy hoarders. Hold my ice cream. Or the sodomy geese. Sodomy geese. Next, we have the sodomy geese. We're a poultry farm around here, remember? I don't even fucking like birds. I bought a bird dog and then I started a poultry farm. What the fuck? You want to kill birds. <laughs> You're just an asshole. <laughs> just straight up, you're an asshole. Oh. Well, so so what true. else is going on? Well, Mo Brooks, he went on MSDNC. And the mouthpieces. Oh, I didn't pull this one. You pulled this uh, one. I'm right so I proud did. of you. Okay. This is really interesting. I want you guys to listen to this one because this is really funny. You want to see a cuck fucking soy boy fucking pussy boy classic like Justin Pussy. Watch this. Mo Brooks from... Uh, I think he's from Alabama or is he from Mississippi? I think he's Mississippi. Whatever. One of those Southern states down here. Wow. You we were, fucking live here. I can say that. You were, you were going all racist there. You <laughs> almost sounded like Joy Behar. Just wait till the black people get the guns. <laughs> Holy shit. There'll be changes to gun laws then. Just wait till those Southern people have to give up their Negroes. <laughs> That's a joke. Joy Behar really wants to say. Uh, I don't know her folks. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit over here. Move over here. Okay. You guys can still tell me, right? Oh. Just waiting. Because when the liberals storm in here and they fucking rope in from the ceiling, I'm gonna be a little worried. They'll be like, I'm sorry. Sucks for you, babe. I was mocking Joy Behart because she's the oldest fucking racist on the planet. Well, she's the second oldest. Because All right, you're right, Joe Biden. Joe takes Biden the comes cake. first. So what what happened here? Just pay attention to what's said here. You've seen from my previous block that I'm a straight shooter. And sometimes I'll say when I agree with someone, even if I don't agree with them on everything, I agree with Liz Cheney on some things. I agree with you, Mo Brooks, on the fact the Constitution does not allow you to rescind an election. Do you are you worried that the the president is the former president is like not all there or, or mentally fit? Because that seems like a, a delusional thing to ask you. If I had been the victim of voter fraud and election theft activity, I would have wanted the same thing. Right. Whether you but, can do it is a different matter. That's for the law to decide. But I would have wanted the same thing. So I would have wanted to be reinstated. I would have wanted to rescind the election. I would have wanted to do everything. Right. But as you and I know, under the Constitution, United States Code, the deadline is January the 6th. I right. wish it was longer, well, but it's not. But I would have wanted the same thing that President Trump wanted if I had had an election stolen from me. That's yes. what he believes. That's what I believe. Yes, that belief is wrong, unfortunately, uh, to great, great, great negative effect well, on our country. Well, you can say that, but if you want to spend a lot of time debating I, that subject, I'll take you on toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Uh, you name the time, you name the place, give us enough time to discuss it. You go down your list of things, I'll go down my list of things. There, there are 150 is congressmen and senators truly nothing who respectfully in this world disagree with your viewpoint. Truly nothing in this world I want less. Thank you very much, Congressman Roe Brooks. I appreciate it. Of course there's did not. You just, did you just hear understand. that? Did you just hear that, pussy soy boy? There's truly nothing there's in this, truly world, nothing that I want in this less. world that I want less. Than to actually a have a one-on-one -on -one debate with you about evidence of voter fraud. With an old man who mm -hmm. literally, I could blink and knock that guy over. Get the fuck out of here. I get it. Mo Brooks is a badass, but I could blink and knock that motherfucker over. And he's in there saying, well, there's truly nothing more that I would like less than to do that.
I don't know. You put Mel Brooks with that, with anyone from CNN or MSNBC or any of them. And I take Mel Brooks every single day. So yeah, he went on Kimmel. Mo Brooks. And Kimmel Whatever had to go ahead. Is. Mo Brooks. Mo. Okay. Mo. As in Mo. Yeah, that's right. Mel Brooks was Mo a pedophile. Money. No, Mel Brooks was a comedic actor. So pedophile. Producer. Yeah, he was pedophile. Possibly. Yep. I don't disagree. He with banged that. his stepdaughter and got her pregnant. Whatever. It, who hasn't? Where have you been? Jesus. This is why up. we have boys. <laughs> and there's even more problems there. You women are sick. So apparently Joe got so lost that Kimmel serving up the beach balls that he was, oh. he had to go ahead and uh, save old Joe. Yep. Uh, Joe, just stand by. No, I'm, I'm going to take a, a break here, Joe. Yep. Because you need a break because you're tired. I can see you're an old man. No so, question. So there's about a it. lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is, uh, um, let me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate but it. But look how the press has changed. Mm -hmm. Look how the press has changed. It has changed. Oh, listen, it's, I, it's, I get it. I know you, get, you overstand it. Yeah. You don't just understand it. You overstand it. <laughs> but here's the deal. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a... Um, even with notable exceptions, even the really good reporters, they have to get the number of clicks on, on, the, on nightly news. Mm -hmm. So instead of asking a question, anyway, it just everything gets gets sensationalized in ways. That, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break and then we'll talk a little bit more. I don't, if you don't mind. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have some of those commercials. I, 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 we have some biracial commercials. We need to no. So this is amazing. Okay, something I want you all to pay attention to. I don't blame to, you. Real quick, let me let me show you something. Let me get him pandering to no. the dementia-riddled president. No, of the no, United no. States. Well, he is, he is. But all right, everybody, watch Joe's eyes. This is the first like real, real interview that I've been able to see of him where it was actually, you know, in person done with a. They didn't have like a professional cut man there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? What color is those eyes? No, just watch. Would you shut up? I'm just sorry. watch the eyes. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have. What? A, See how his eyes are looking down into the right? With notable exceptions. 90% of the people who suffer from a severe degree of Alzheimer's, when they are trying to ponder a memory, they look down into the right. It doesn't mean that, oh, he's lying. It just means that when he is up there, like he is right there, and it's a live broadcast, nobody's uh, nobody's fucking editing that shit for anything. He's sitting there, and he's doing this. He's looking. He's looking way down. He's like, oh. um, he's trying to remember what the story in the context of the story. He's trying to keep the point in front of his head. He's remembering the point, the point, the point, the point, and then... He looks up real quick. It's gone. Just like that. It's gone. He's like, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? It's all I, I got to say it's he's all suffering act. from dementia. It's all an act. You know why I say that? His eyes used to be blue. What color are his yeah, eyes? Shit brown. His eyes are brown. Okay. I'm sorry. But Joe, the vice president of the United States, his eyes were bright blue. Look at my eyes in the camera. They're blue. Look at Mick's eyes in the camera. They're blue. Your eyes are like red. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. They're not brown. <laughs> Sorry. You Looking can't fake that. Up to the left normally means you're trying to fake you're a lying. story. You're lying. That's yeah. normally what up to the left means. Normally anything up 
is what you're looking for. You're not looking for up to the left or up to the right or up. Anything just up, but the eyes are going up. That is, you're trying to create it, it's fixating on the more uh, like the painter the details and the photographer type fucking um, type mentality. You're you're using that side of your brain. You're using your very artistic side of your brain where if you're looking down straight down normally just means you're trying to recall memories or you're trying to recall conversations or points or details. But down into the right, it's got something to do with the right sundowner syndrome. Um, they have what they call drooper syndrome too. Now that's a newer one that I just heard about. I wasn't even aware of it until somebody else told me about this drooper thing, but apparently, uh, the rapid footfall, um, the fact you can't keep your foot elevated. So when you're walking, you'll see a lot of, uh, oh, like guys, when you fall up the stairs, a lot of guys with Alzheimer's when they're walking, they have, uh, what they call rapid footfall. So it sounds like they're shuffling almost. It doesn't sound like they're walking at all because their foot falls so fast. They can't keep their toes pointed up. Um, and you're right. He is shot. I'm not saying that Joe is legit. He's all there. I'm merely stating that if that is Joe, he is suffering from a very severe form of Alzheimer's, which makes me feel bad even more for the guy. Um, and it, it puts it in more perspective that whoever is running this country, and it's really weird. I told this earlier today with Justin. I'm going to say it again because this is an argument that stuck with me because I don't have a comeback for it. If you guys got a comeback for it, I'll be, I'm down to listen. But tell me something. You guys are feeling inflation, right? You guys are feeling yeah. the pain at the pump, right? You guys are feeling the pain when you go into the store. You can't get milk. You can't get bread. You can't get eggs. Milk is $5 a gallon. The food lines are starting. All of that shit's happening, right? Yeah. We went past Guess the food what? bank uh, on our way down to vacation, and there were people, there were like Mercedes SUVs in line at the food bank. So guess what? It's happening. You can't say that Biden's not the president. It's happening. Whether he's in charge or not is immaterial. Biden, for the most part, is the president of the United States. Okay, whatever is happening, executive decrees are happening. I'm not saying there's a bunch of Fugazi shit going on there. I'm not saying that fucking Biden's not a robot now or something else is going on. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not discrediting any of those thoughts. I completely agree. There's something Fugazi going on with Biden. However, the point is the administration is in place. Whether Biden's in, in place or not as president is immaterial. I personally think there's somebody else that's in place doing it. Obama's still doing it. Yep. But he is running this directly to the plan that you need to run to run this country directly into the fucking ground. And you can't look at it now. Now we're two years in. Now is not the time. Oh, well, it's just his first. No, you can't say that anymore. You didn't even give Trump a year. People were demanding shit within that first year. That Trump did more Trump in his president. first hundred days than any other president in the history of time. But this year, what we're seeing from this guy, this guy is lining. He's not even... It's like you're playing with a golf with a guy who cheats all the time. And how do you cheat during golf? Well, you tee up the ball every time you get to your ball. So if you hit the ball and then you tee the ball di directly back up after you're not supposed to touch it, hits the ground, you play it from where it lies. Biden is teeing the ball back up and knocking it back down the fairway again. And every time he does that, he's doing it to some destructive claim. There's no like, oh my God, we got to fix this. His administration is even proving that to us. How do I know that? Because watch this dumb bitch open her fucking mouth. Hmm. This stupid twat. That shit's farting dust too. 
With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs, for example, through um, an historic release um, of a million barrels a day from the strategic petroleum reserve and um, energy prices, gas prices, while very high, have risen a lot. They would be higher without that. But um, Putin's war in Ukraine is having impacts on energy and food prices globally. Yeah, we're back to Putin. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? So you fucking stupid bitch, tell me something. If releasing all that fucking oil was so good, why isn't it working? Because it it was the equivalent of not even one tank of gas per person for the length of it. So everybody got one tank of gas. I, I'm just wondering why over six months, if it's working so well, why isn't it working? Cause it doesn't fucking work. Cause that's not the plan. The plan was never for it to work. This was exactly the plan. Yeah. This was no, this was exactly what I thought it was. Look at, look at all these man-made catastrophes that we have going on right now. We got a baby formula shortage. 90% well, out in some places. Never had a baby formula shortage before in this country. You want to know why? Men were not getting pregnant. You fucking men that are going out there getting knocked up, you're the problem. That's why we have a baby formula shortage. Okay, formula hold shortage. on. But wait, 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 wait. Before you go on about that, because I do have a point about the baby formula shortage. And it's it's a, a perspective point, as it were. Okay? They shut down. They knew about the potential for a baby short formula shortage in October when the FDA first started talking about shutting down the Abbott plant. They shut it down in February and they knew right off the bat the impact it would have. Okay. Biden says he was informed in April and now in June, they're maybe making a couple of steps towards relieving this baby formula shortage. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm not done. Look at what's going on with food, overall food shortages. We started and and put it on the same timeline, but in a, in a little bit larger perspective. We started talking about food shortages a couple of months ago, right? And gas shortages. Uh, more than, longer than that. Okay, but gas shortages, diesel shortages, DEF shortages, um, and how that is going to impact the coming food shortages. Biden said one thing about food shortages maybe three weeks ago when he said, yeah, maybe we should be worried about that. All right. They're not doing anything to address it. When people are starving, that is when they might do something to address the food shortages. Well, we're not, we're not going to get there. That's not going to be a worry. Yeah, we're going to see that one coming before that even comes to it. I, I, I already see it coming. You see my gardens? No, no, no. That's you're still missing what I'm saying, but mm -hmm. that go figure you are blonde and you were born on a Saturday point being though, this is all man-made. Everything's man-made. The, this crisis with the fucking baby formula, the crisis with the food, the crisis with the gasoline, the crisis with the diesel, the death, all the other shit that's going, it's all man-made. Do you know that right now we're telling the rest of the world that our ports are open 24 seven yet they're not. They're not. They're only open 12 hours a day. Yep. Why is that? 
Right now, we have a backlog of fucking ships off our coast that are lined up because they can't get in here. It's because of SADS. Because they've been told, well, America, they're doing 24-7 round-the-clock business. No, no, we're not. So they're getting here within a couple days. Then they're sitting in line for four days. They can't do that. So what do they do? They move on. They go around. They go heading down the coast. Nope, we're not going here. They'll go somewhere else and drop their cargo, especially if it's perishable. If it's perishable, they're going down the coast and dropping it off somewhere else. This shit is all been controllable. The pandemic, correction, let me say that one more appropriately. The pandemic, again, completely man-made, completely controllable. Think about anything else right now. Completely controllable, completely man-made. Our problem with the economy They fucking warned Biden and his stupid fucking administration over and over again. If you just keep printing money willy nilly, you're going to push us right into a recession. Where are we at, folks? We have a king that does not want to listen. He does not want to listen to the people. He doesn't care about the people. And he's batshit crazy. Sounds like King John, if you're asking me. George. No, John. Sounds like King John, if you're asking me. King John didn't give a shit about the people. All he cared about was the realm. That's all he gave a shit about. King John was all about that. He ruined millions, millions of Welsh people's lives. Why? Because he wanted to pick a war with a fight with fucking France. And he sent millions of people off to their death. Why? Oh, I'm gonna want to start a crusade. Wanna go down to the Holy Land. Gotta get my hand on some of this wealth. It's called money. Well, fuck. This is not, we are not living in a constitutional republic anymore. We have been living in a constitutional monarchy for, I, shit, I, I can't even tell you how long. It could be as far back as 1963. Because if what Candace said tonight is right, then. And it's what you've said before. Me and Justin do not have a shot. No, because you've said it. We could not. Every president it. since Kennedy has been selected, not elected. <laughs> we could not fart and even have a chance at winning because if they are selected and they do not win, therefore your vote doesn't count. Therefore that's the breakdown of the democratic system within this country. Remember the focal point of the constitution surrounds itself around the ability of an American. Let me make sure I highlight and emphasize the area that needs emphasis, emphasis just in case I got some fucking liberal fucking loon tune in one of these chats. If that is the case, then our fucking constitution, so heartbeat in the constitution, is the effect that an American citizen, an American citizen, can vote in an American election. Their vote counts towards the election of that leader. We haven't had that in a long time, if that's what I'm beginning to figure out. Since 1871, according to BrainPod. It's possible too. It's that's tough though. You got to prove that it's really rough to say that it goes back that far. I mean, now you're talking back to the creation of this country. No, that's a hundred years past the creation of this country. Or uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, my bad. I mean, still, that's That's what right after Lincoln. Yeah, pretty much. So after Lincoln was assassinated, everybody no, no, because I'm sorry, you can't excuse. um, there, there, there's there's presidents that we just can't excuse out of there that were in there. Uh, Grover Cleveland, perfect example. That motherfucker, you can't excuse that cocksucker. I'm sorry. I give a shit who you are. 
What's that? Lindsay said, due to climate change as well as the cover up, people are dying from the shot or lock people down again. I'm yeah, it, to be you're damn right. So it, when I keep when I'm referring to SADS, I am referring to they are normalizing the sudden unexpected death. death, sudden adult death syndrome. And it's so funny. You know, like in 1977, right after the rollout of the vaccines. Uh, for the childhood, the infant vaccines, they came out with SIDS, which was sudden infant death syndrome. So they could normalize these sudden infant deaths, which were a result of the vaccines, and separate it from the vaccine injuries. And now they have SADS. Trump on this sudden one. Sudden adult death syndrome. Wix, I, I, um, Do I think if Trump you was asked, selected or did he throw a wrench in the line? If you asked me about uh, four or five months ago, six, uh, no, probably about a year ago. If you asked me a year ago, I, I would have told you that Trump was the monkey wrench that they weren't expecting. Like, do you y'all remember the movie with Robin Williams where he fucking gets elected? He was the comedian on TV, gets elected. And it was man all- Man of the people. Yeah, man of the people. And it was all about a system that doesn't fucking- uh, a, mm -hmm. a, a Delacroix. Yep. Delacroix, what's the name? Dominion. Yeah. Delacroix, Dominion. I'm not saying anything, but the Delacroix, Delacroix voting machine. Uh, man of the year, that was it, yep. Uh, Delacroix voting machines. And if you remember that movie at all, he won because of a fucking fatal error with the program. The program automatically gave two and a half more votes to his opponent um, or to him, rather his opponent, when somebody voted for his opponent. Tara, you hear that? Emphasization. Emphasization is going in the in the uh, dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Desensitization. And. So if you think about it that way, I thought that Trump was that guy. I thought he was just the guy that broke the system. He broke the algorithm. Nope. Um, that was a year ago. Today? Selected. No. Uh, today, after looking at what he's done, where he's going now, his second run, you would think he would even per pull further away from the from the establishment, you would think he'd pull away from the establishment even further and, and move his base further away from the establishment to separate the real people and the fuckers. Um, yeah, he hasn't done that yet either. So I'm beginning to think that Trump's not only selected, Trump's part of the plan. He's been part of the plan. Yep. So I agree. How does that work out for us now? We're fucked. I mean, because what else do we have? I mean, there's not much more there. We have this jackass. No, no, we don't. Go, this We already played this one. Play the next clip. No, we didn't. We yeah. didn't play this one at all. Yeah, this was the one. No, this wasn't. Pretty sure it was. No. Can we play this one, folks? Yeah. No, I, I'm almost positive I've already brought this one up. Or I just brought this one up. Look, here's where we are. We have the fastest growing economy in the world. The world. The world. Um, I'm sorry, but the economy shrunk last quarter and it's due to shrink again this quarter. And then we are officially in a recession. And if it shrinks for a third quarter, we're in a depression. You're right. Okay. Okay. Fine. I know I'm number one in your world. I gotcha. You're number one in mine too. I love you every day. Um, yeah. So Fucking retarded dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's almost dinner time. Here they come saying it's almost dinner time. Good, get out. <laughs> Morons. Oh. So Hold um, on, he brought in some good points here. I wanted to read some of this. 
Uh, Congress sold us out. Look it up. It's the difference between a democracy and a republic. We need common law and common sense again. <laughs> How, Hawaiian in town, you, you can be um, in our Department of Common Sense. That's when it all started really bad in the Crown bought Congress. Then in 1913, goes off the standard in the, in the 70s. 70s. Oh, good point. You know, yep. that's another, you're absolutely right. That's another, that is another way of looking at it. I, I never even thought about looking at that one. Apparently, emphasization is actually a word, so it's not in the dictionary. It's it's a real word. You made up a real word. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Kate, don't think that anymore. You town Uptown yeah. thinks that Joe is James Woods. You town. Um, you town. Joe might. Where's the P? You're right. I'm sorry. It might. I'm about to put some. The P, in there. P is right here in my Kentucky Stout a peanut butter beer which is kind of strong. So it's eight and a half. She's eight, fucked up. 8.2% alcohol by volume in one beer. The fuck? Anyway. The sound of your piss hitting the urinal? <laughs> fuck you. It sounds feminine. Mm -hmm. It is feminine because I'm a girl. Uh, it might be James Wood or it might be Jim Carrey. And I... I don't think Jim Carrey. I think they flip back and forth, honestly. I think it takes more than... It's a trap! I think it takes more than one person to play Joe. Uh, anyway. But the actual Joe Biden is not amongst those people. So not even close. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So they're trying. Not so the hard. peak. Also, not what was wanted or expected this not morning. Not what was wanted or expected. Look. Investment banks were pulled sort of expecting what what did they want to see? Uh, the numbers were about eight to eight point five. So even this is coming in hotter than what a lot of people were expecting as the top uh, a sign, perhaps of a, a slight not getting worse, you know, in terms of core month over month. But when you look at some of the categories that uh, consumers most experience food, those prices going up 10 percent. Uh, inflation 10% year over year. The cost of shelter, 5.5% year over year. This is why some economists are really concerned about those who uh, don't have a lot of wiggle room in their budget to begin with. You're seeing things like food prices go up. Of course, we talk about energy. Every Look at day. that gasoline number. Exactly. 48.7% compared to a year ago. I spoke to Diane Swanka, a prominent economist, uh, yesterday about sort of what she is seeing in terms of the consumer. And she told me, look, everybody feels inflation, but not evenly. And the fact that higher income households can spend on the most discretionary of things, such as travel, is as important a narrative as those who are hunkering down. It perpetuates inflation, uh, in inflation, she said. Uh, so this is not certainly something that people wanted to see. Really? Inflation. Inflation. That, that must go in the liberals uh, dictionary, the lib libtard dictionary. Inflation. Inflation. Is that like, I've never that even like made that word up. Okay. Is that is that a combination of flatulence and infatuation? Yeah, possibly. Okay, but oh my god, they were like, "Did you see them?" They just like, uh, "Would you look at the gas price?" You haven't. They don't even know what they're looking at. They don't even understand what that is. Well, maybe they do now because they used to ride the subway, but now it's too dangerous. You do realize, like forty eight point seven percent just in gas alone. Okay, that's inflation. 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 That's 40, real inflation. Okay. That means this time, two years ago, was the lowest that we had seen. I remember when gas for a gallon of gas was 97 cents. Yeah. I and mean, I was driving paying for it. Now I walk in, I ask the cashier, I'm like, hey, let me get five bucks in gas. He farts in his hand and throws it at me. Mm -hmm. All right. Dead serious. It's going on, folks.
This is is that the love of farts? That's in flash. That's infatuation right there. When you walk is it in, the act of loving farts, when you, or is it when a verb? You or is it a noun? Into the gas station and you ask the cashier for five bucks of gas, and he farts in his hand and gives it to you. That's infatuation. <laughs> I'm from Argentina. We know what inflation is, and you have it hard. Yeah, yeah. no we're, shit. Oh, we're getting it hard. We're getting it like over, no and, over and over. No, not again. even a reach around. They, they didn't even spit on that shit. They were just sitting there. They were like, yep. and they like hit the ass cheek, and then they were like, "Yep, I ready mean, to go." All right. <laughs> we and we talked the other day. I said that you know our kids because we we give our child the option of us paying for him to go to private high school or for college for him to go to public high school, public high school, and then pay for college. He chose to go to private high school because at this good about high school, he can get a scholarship for college. Okay. And we talked before we went on vacation that right now due to the stock market, um, he might not be able to go to high school for the next two years in his private high school. He might have to go to a public, a public high school because his, his tuition fund will now only pay for one more year. And right now I'm saying, I don't even know if he can go this year because I don't know that we can afford the gas to get to and from school. It's 40 minutes each way. That's four times. That's a long, I mean, seriously, I go through a tank of gas every two to three days when I have to bring him to school every day. That's $300 a week in gas. Sparky, I got to tell you, dude, that's because you guys use petrol over there. It's completely different. It's a different consistency. Yeah. Okay. So Dude when they sharted. fart in their hands here, they shart in their hands over there. It's just yeah. a whole. Yeah. Because um, pe isn't isn't petrol that the shit from gasoline or is gasoline the shit from petrol? I. Uh, well, it's one or the other. You're having economic problems like in South America. I hope the USA gets it right and takes the, the good, good wins, wins to save freedom. Save freedom. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Yeah. Don't let the lefties. Think we will guns. not. Oh, well, they're not going. They're never touching. They will touching our not guns. take our guns, and they want them. They can try and take but all they they're, want. They're Please. not. They're not getting. I'll them. give them to you when all my magazines are empty. Yep. And I'm probably dead. So didn't we just didn't we no, just watch this? No. Christine, you know some of these expenses you just can't avoid them. No. For a lot of people, I mean, I get it. Some people are saying, "Okay, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to foot the bill for gas." Some people don't have a choice. Right. So they're paying for gas. They can't avoid paying more for food. What are they going to do? Look, What's your advice for them? You're absolutely right. And this is something that really falls disproportionately on low income households. You talk to the airlines, they're seeing this brisk demand for expensive plane tickets. That's not happening in low income households. They still have to put gas in the car to drive. You know what's another interesting trend here? You're starting to see local police departments and first responders trying to figure out how they're going to pay for the higher. Uh, higher gas prices. Several different police departments in the United States have already said that they're going to have to um, have automated responses to some routine calls, right? They're going to have to decide what calls they're going to get in the patrol car and go to because of the high cost of gasoline. And I think that that's going to be something to really to watch going forward as well. No shit. I agree, Lindsay. There is um, a place, uh, Detroit, Michigan right now, they have gone through their entire budget for fuel uh, for their police department. Oh, that's not just Detroit either. That's, no, I know. Uh, Washington, um, the Washington, uh, uh, Seattle police department. Yep. They've gone through their budget for fuel and, uh, yeah, right now they're going to, you're going to call a phone phone line and they're going to, they're going to get an automated helper. Uh, what is your problem? 
Uh, thank you for calling the Seattle Police Department. Press what, one what if is someone is trying phone? to kill you. No, no, no. You got you did it completely wrong. For for English, press one. No, no, it's never for English. Press one. It's for Spanish. Press one. For English, press two. Yeah. For Estuve for English, uno. press press six. uno. Yep. 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 I, I'm down with that too, Lindsay. I'm tired of it too. You're you're right. It doesn't make you a horrible person. It just makes you impatient. I'm the same way you are. I know it sounds horrible, but I'm just ready to do let, this shit. I'm so done with the fake slow rolling. And there is a lot of that going on right now. There's a lot of fake slow slow rolling going on. And I, it's disgusting. It, and it's so uh, let's just pull the bandaid off. Let's see what happens. Let's just roll this bitch. Fuck let's it. see how it let's goes. Let's go. Let's just see how it goes. I, I'm done too. I, I'm done talking about it. I I, I think... I think we're getting to the time where it's time to shut the fuck up, put up or shut up type thing. That's where I think we're at. And it's a scary thought, but here we are. Fuck around and find out. That's what I say. A climate is something we could all look back at these days and go, Oh my God. But why we have made we... some progress there. There's five thousand, but, but it's moving. It's moving. My mother used to say, out of everything bad, some of good will come if you look hard enough for it. So the re the reduction on the use of oil also increases the need to find alternatives. Mm -hmm. It's funny that he brings up oil because it's transition. I, I was literally just reading uh, the pill screen here. Give me just a sec because they brought up some really good points too. And I just saw this and it makes me laugh a little bit. But in another way, it kind of makes me cry. Rasta said $23 for a box of nine millimeter range ammo. It was seven to nine dollars in 2017. Absolutely. Think about it. They're talking about fuel here and how other companies are producing gasoline and how we're getting oil, this, that, and the other thing. Think about ammo alone. I, I, I do a lot of reloading. So the hardest thing to find right now are primers. You can't find a primer anywhere. If you if you have a primer. I, I'm probably going to find out where you live and probably come thump you down just to steal it from you because I, that's the only thing I need is primers. I got a buddy of mine in South Dakota who used to send me primers all the fucking time. Well, he stopped selling, sending me primers. You want to know anymore. why? You can't find them anymore out there either. Yep. So they do this to every industry. Look at all the industries they don't want people to take part in. Oh, well, we don't want you to have a podcast. So we're going to, we're going to design the information, the it, ministry of truth they will rule over what you all say oh and by the way folks just in case you missed it last night because you were so enthralled as to what happened during january 6th on fox news last night uh what's his name mccarthy from the house he came out with a whistleblower testimony that says oh the ministry of truth was actually sent there to spy on you it wasn't going to look at foreign areas of disinformation no they were going to look at here u.s areas of disinformation podcasts, memes, tweets, Facebook posts, truths, truths, or whatever you call it. All of that shit. That's what they were going to focus on. And then they were going to wipe it out. Mm. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound too good. Controlling thought, controlling word, controlling money, controlling where you spend your money, controlling who you spend your money with. Why are they so anxious to go to a digital currency? Why is this so, why is the world so anxious to go to a digital currency? Because they want to control what you spend and where you spend your money. Everything. You're not allowed to give to that. Why not? I believe in it. Nah, we're not allowing you to believe in it. No. Nope. Today is not your belief day. Tomorrow is your belief day. And if they're still around tomorrow, we'll see if you can give some then. This is literally what's going on. 
they they said that everybody who is radicalized uh actually Bongino said this today and I completely disagree with him but he's a shill so it doesn't really matter but he said it today he said everybody who's radicalized is all about power I disagree because I believe the people that are radicalized about a belief such as America and about the Constitution, the way that I believe the Constitution should be uh, used in the way the Constitution should be here. I believe that that is where where we're radical. We're radical about the Constitution, following what the Constitution says. Just do it once. Surprise us. Do it once. Let's just try it. It's a novel idea. We're just going to try it a little bit. We're going to follow the Constitution word for word. We're going to let the Constitution play out like it's supposed to. Let's just, let's do that. Just let's try it. Shut everything down and let us do our own shit. But these people want to control every part of your life. When they're not in charge, they don't give a fuck. But when they're in charge, oh my God, they've got to control everything. Who's sticking their hand up your twat to who's fucking grabbing your balls and making you cough and turn your head and cough everything. They control it all. And their biggest problem, if they don't have total control, they don't have anything. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're wrong. You're not wrong. This is so obvious. It's scary. And then they're not even trying to hide it anymore before they were trying to put it behind, you know, Hey, come here. Come here, just, just stay right here so I can see it back here. Okay, you can't see me now. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to steal all your money, and then we're going to make you vote Democrat. I'm dead serious. This is what's going on. We're letting it happen. I'm sick of it. I, I, I'm just like you, Lance. I'm, I'm, I'm sick as fuck of it. I think it's all bullshit. Um, I'm just waiting for it. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that one, play the other Joe one. No, I, I don't because we, we're no, no, a, I know, no, but it's they, they go together. No, they don't. They, they don't. Really, they I do. trust me. They're nowhere even near each other. Yeah, on the they screen. are. They no, do. They're, they're not. Look, that one's over here. That one's over here. Get it's, the fuck out of here. Behind it. I'm not playing that one. That one. Oh, my God. See, you're killing me. I told you. No, you're not. You didn't tell me shit. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You turn on the TV, look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products and they sell products when people, they appeal to people. This generation is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. When was the last time you saw a biracial couple on TV? I think he means interracial. I, I've seen actually but several. But it's pretty much every possible commercial. If I were to watch TV, every commercial would represent every single what exactly, person. What exactly is biracial? Biracial means you're mulatto. Well, that's racist is all. Yeah. It's not. It's, a, it's a, a legitimate term. It's in the dictionary. Look it up. It means one parent is black and one parent is white. The most racist term I've ever heard. That is not a racist term. It's a legitimate term. Well, you never know, because some people might want to be known as something else. Well, obviously. Anyway, listen to this. Obviously. This is fucking hysterical. This is crazy. This is hysterical. Calling them transabled. Mm -hmm. 
People are now disabling themselves by choice and now they call themselves transabled. I just look back to when I was a young, youthful gay voting to like allow gay marriage and all of the conservatives coming out of the woodwork being like, you let them queers marry and the next thing you know, you're opening a door for all the other weirdos to be accepted. And like, we were like, no, you're being so dramatic. But then like fast forward a few years and here we are. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Did we do the wrong thing? Like, is marriage really that important for us? Fuck! What the fuck? That guy has seen a couple dicks up close and personal yes, too many times. But th look, I mean, think about his point. Even the gay guys are saying Thank it you, now. Olay, because you know what? Honestly, the gay community is like, fuck the trans community. No, 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 no. We fought for a long time to be accepted as people, as gay people. And now these trans people are coming in like, okay, now this is the most ridiculous thing. A, a trans person can identify as gay, right? So a woman who identifies, I'm sorry, a, a man, a woman who identifies as a man likes women. I don't even fucking know. And it's like trans gay or some bullshit, right? Like you're a fucking lesbian. You don't have to identify as a man to like women. You're just a lesbian. I, I, you you I, I still don't, don't have a dick. Why do you? Why do you? Okay, I've asked this question several different times. Why do you feel that? Why do you feel the need to tell me? I don't give a fuck. I don't care who your muzzle muffling or exactly. who you're down fucking on yes. all fours for. I don't you care. You know what? If you take it in the ass, by God, good for you. You're a bigger man than me because no, I'm sorry. That's an exit it only. It says exit only on the backside back there. I got it tattooed in very small letters right around My, the balloon. Our, our, now, our oldest son, we've been joking for years that he's probably gay. Like we joke about this all the time. So he decided to turn the tables on me not too long ago. And he said, mom, what if I told you I was actually gay? That like, I like guys. And I got real quiet for a, for a while and we're in the car and all I looked at him and I was like, dude, anal hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. I, if I were you, I would have been like, no, dude, you have a gag reflex. Shut up. <laughs> Shit hurts. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, oh, all right. Wow. Anyway, so we've completely derailed now. Eighties <laughs> gay or proper gay? Uh, Jeez, guys. I mean, I like, there's no wrong port in this storm. Oh <sighs> uh, well, yeah. whatever. Uh, tomorrow night we've got. Um, Francesco said, "Sorry for my broken English. By the way, we speak Spanish in Argentina, except for in those places that they speak German." Just they saying. A couple neighborhoods down there. There's one or two towns in, in Argentina that just speak German, and they're all blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Just, hey, so. don't go find anybody who knows anybody named Dick Punch in yes. Argentina, Wix please. Wigs and said, my hairstylist is a gay man, went to the same clubs in the 90s. You know what? Uh, my mom's secretary, when I was a kid, was a gay man, and he taught me how to, how to braid. Like, he French braided my hair better than anybody, even my grandmother, who was supposedly Sorry, a hairstylist. <laughs> God damn you, Sparky. See, Francesca said we have a lot of Germans. That's so right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's not weird. It's where the Nazis went. Okay. Um, anyway. So... I got a lot of, I, no, I've got a lot of gay friends. I, I don't have an issue with it. I, I, 
I talk to them. I no. I just don't want to hear about it. Just don't tell me about it. I mean, we're not sitting here telling you how, you know, we got Mick got laid like four times on vacation. And I remember two of them. And he remembers the other two. No, I remember one of them. <laughs> oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> we might have been fucking wall outlets at that point, babe. We're both pretty tired at that point. But anyway, the point is. That's why it was such a shockingly good time. <laughs> For all 30 seconds that it lasted. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm still a five point joke. <laughs> Either way, I don't uh, care Saturday who night. You bang. I don't want to hear about who it. Who do we have Saturday uh, night? We have Courtney Epps coming on tomorrow night. Um, so she was uh, part of a Freemason family. Um, got uh, MK Ultra and broke out of it. So we're going to hear a firsthand account of it so if you want to know about wild. some freemason stuff i might have to call John, justin wild. be like yo b you might want to come on for this one this one kind of is started, in your wheelhouse i watched I, I almost finished this documentary like this five hour long documentary on masons like everyone's a fucking mason and they're all connected and they're the illuminati and they're like they're in charge of everything and they're the ones trying to kill us people that i didn't even realize chris helmsworth yeah he's a mason is a fucking mason mm-hmm You've never seen him with his his purple, yeah. Well, they, that's not it. That's that's the six 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 thing, yes. and like I think this documentary. It was by done from by an an Australian movie star who was like, "Y'all are fucked up," and I'm going to tell the truth, even though I know you're going to kill me. Well, anyway. either either way, we will be back tomorrow night, nine p.m. Remember, nine p.m. Yep. Eastern for all of you guys out there on Pilled. Uh, we do not. Uh, do pilled on Saturdays. So come yep. over to Twitch or Rumble. Yep. Uh, you can check us out there. Uh, either way, like, share, subscribe. Uh, we'll be back. We start Monday again, normally scheduled uh, 6 p.m. to uh, yeah, 8.15. 8.15 ish. Yeah. Like we normally do. Yep. So we'll we be back. We have to be off by 8.25 so Josh can get his show set up. Correct. But yeah. So either way. Anyway. Uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching. Served out in Afghanistan and now he's back living with me He can't afford good health care then he sees illegals get it all for free I thank the Lord I've got a dang good job and an extra beat up truck That he can drive around the farm and try to make a couple extra bucks Want it all for free That don't sit well with me I pledge allegiance to this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Never have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality 
Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it. Here's to the American savage. I'd like to defund welfare and deputize 10 million more today. You want a civil war, you about to get one Cause it's time to drop dead weight Just give me one hard worker I don't give a damn what color that he is We come from different places I just wanna know, do you have any grit? Some want it all for free That don't sit well with me I pledge allegiance to this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Never have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking patriotic good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be If they had it It's to the Knocking outside of the gate I say let them in Lock and load and we wait If evil is knocking Outside of the gate I say let them in Lock and load and we wait I pledge allegiance To this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Never will, don't give a damn the only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking patriotic good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it Here's to the American savage American savage You know, so we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had Florona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Furocron, Delta Cron, or whatever, Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are bestinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, 
we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I, always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website. Sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. 